Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. It is seven minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleports, a brand new hour, 26 years of the Rick and Bubba Show. Cranking out a living off low expectations. Awesome. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here today. And Rick and Bubba University, we have Happy Gilmore. We also have Stretch Armstrong here today. And Stretch's brother is helping him out today as well. Uh, oh, Stretch brought his baby brother, just like I do every day. Uh, let's bring in the other half. There's Bill Bubba Bussin. Hey, Bubs. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us for yet again another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so uh, I had uh, got, got uh, an evening to myself last night. Sherry is away. And uh, I was, um, I, w- I was, I got back and I said, "Hey, you know what? It's uh, it's one of those free shots. I can watch anything I want to watch tonight." And I just had kind of had enough of, um, you know, acquit and don't acquit and oh yeah, and yeah. this and that. Because really, it, you get down to it, every Democrat gets up and says that Donald Trump is evil, and every Republican except Mitt Romney gets up and says that Donald Trump's the greatest thing that has ever happened. Uh, his 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 State of the Union was the greatest State of the Union ever. Democrats, it was the worst State of the Union ever. Um, good, bad, 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 good, good. Nobody says anything different, so you're yeah. just kind of like, okay. Well, yeah. So let's let's you let's, know the ending let's, before. Let's yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, let's let's move on. So um, so I was um, the American people will ultimately decide whether Donald Trump gets another four years or not at the end of it all. So I just said I need I need something, and and I had something weird happen, Helmsy. I attempted. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with with the the ESPN streaming. I went to watch Michael Vick, uh, the Thirty for Thirty yeah. Part One, yeah. and I got almost finished with it. Had to take a phone call, and when I went back from the phone call, I couldn't get it to to start back up again. It even said resume episode, and I kept clicking, and it wouldn't. That's weird. Something went wrong. So mm. I watched most. How of it, disappointing was that? Well, I watched mm. most. So then I had to pivot. It's pretty good in it. But then you know what happens? Then as you're looking at your time when you get up to go to work, when we do. You're realizing, hey, buddy, you can't piddle around. You got to make a call right here. (laughs) What you're going to do, because if you commit to a movie, you start doing the math. All right, I commit to the movie. The movie starts now. It says it'll be over at this time. Okay, that means I'm in. Okay, all right, I got to make a call right now. (laughs) And uh, so I I looked up. I almost went with Ford versus Ferrari, but I got. I kind of got an indication from Sherry that she wouldn't mind watching that with me. So even though she would have watched it and never even checked up, I want to show her an example of how I wish she would be. 
Okay, yeah. I won't watch things without her. Now she'll watch them without me and never even hesitate. <laughs> she'll 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 binge watch. She'll never even a, check go ahead there. in the series and just basically tell me, "Hey, I hate it. I'm sorry you had to go to bed so early. I didn't. I watched it. I'm sorry." <laughs> so I mean, I didn't even. I said the thing that gets me. I don't, does it even bother you? Does you even bother you that you this thing we were doing together? You just went on your own. Does it bother you at all? I, I, you can even say you're going to do it anyway. I want to know how you feel about it. <laughs> right, I need to know because it almost tell feels, me. it almost feels like you're just numb to it, like your heart is. <laughs> And um, and so anyway, um, so I looked up Greg, and then I saw it midway. Now I know this is a reboot. Oh. I know this is a reboot. You and me and our father. Oh. Remember when we it's went and va- saw it at the Blue Pond Plaza? You won't get it yet because you, have you to remember that. <laughs> All right. So so the um, I'm asking you a question. Is it available? So it's now, available already. February, February the 18th. You can rent it for cheap. <laughs> right now you have to buy it. So uh, oh, limited time. I might buy that. <laughs> no, you won't. You won't. Is it 19? Yeah, you won't. Yeah, you're not I going. Might, I might you're buy. You're not it. going. Just wait a couple of weeks. You're not, you know, you're not going. You're not going. Nineteen ninety nine. You won't go. Do you know? Okay, now and you, I'm not going to steal. Yeah, and and let me tell you this: if I could find a way, I'd buy it for you. Okay, so but the, well, gift it. Yeah, I, what if I gave you twenty bucks and you pretended that's Rick, what it was? I might buy. <laughs> that's good. Idea, Rick. Uh, right. So anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, he's over writing it down. So I'm I, buy so, it. So Greg, I got fired about. But again, understand it's one. All these movies mean a lot to us uh, as men. But it. Greg's throwing something else. This is a movie that we saw as little boys yes. with our dad. The original. Yep. I mean, it was Battle rare. Yeah. Love, look, love our dads of that Charlton era. Charlton Heston, all them were in it. Love our dads of that era. But, but you know, our dads of that era, they were certainly involved with their children. But but it's it's not like it is now to some yeah. cases to where almost like dads become co-mom. It, it 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 was really it was it, it's really if you if you were sitting in a theater watching Midway and your dad was in there with you oh yeah and I mean wasn't it one of those nights where mom had like a bridge club yeah, mom went to play <laughs> yeah. you know it they was had to there's get the original out. I love yeah. the original oh yeah oh it was love a it. it was a special moment get out of here it was a special moment so and uh, almost as much as Torah 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 right <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so uh, so I I I was a little apprehensive. Because you know how I am about tampering with the memories. I know. You know, I'm still scarred from the time Bubba and I tried to go see KC and the Sunshine Band. We shouldn't have done that. We tampered with the memories. Mm. Boy, did you ever? Boy, did we. Uh, so anyway, um, but I decided, what have I got to lose? Let's dive in. It, it, I think it'll entertain me. Yeah. And I will. I will tell you, Greg, that uh, I had a hard time remembering the original. Well, yeah, that was helpful. I'm kind of, I'm that kind was of helpful. Off. I remember the. Uh, I know you're a big concern, and we've got we've got a great. A movie that you and I are out to stop from airing. We want to remove oh, it. Oh, I know it. We'll get because to that in a minute. All the computer we'll, stuff. I worried. And of course, Greg, of course, planted in my head like he does with any based on a true story, the computer generation. And I will tell you in the beginning, you're going to struggle with that. Mm. Well, I say, and the, not the whole movie, but in the see. beginning, in the beginning, there, there's a moment when they're looking at uh, the attack uh, on <clears throat> Pearl Harbor, and what they're looking at looks incredibly fake. Okay. The, right. the smoke is computer generated and Same. it looks like it's computer generated. Mm. That, that's going to bother you, but don't let that stop you because that's early. You know, mm-hmm. I'm hearing that Maverick, the new Top Gun, is not. That, it, mm. that they made a point oh, okay. to not be you're hearing computer it? generated. I think you're going to be okay <laughs> with the dogfights. I think you'll be fine. You will certainly love oh, the. Uh, Ship's got that look about uh, it. Greg, there it is. See, that's not even real that's water. I, I, I'm sorry, Greg. It's, it's a lot of computer generated. I still might buy it. <laughs> Speedy. Speedy. You know what? You know what? And. 
Hey, listen, and I, hey, listen, Speedy, Speedy, and I still, hey, and I still might run the Boston Marathon. <laughs> but, uh, but maybe, maybe, but, but, but the odds I think of Reese it, will make me buy it. But the odds of it are not very high. Yeah. If you can just make your way to February 18th, you're okay. I even looked at the date because I knew you were going to ask. All right, so I even knew the date. Available I, to rent. I knew. Hey, is that available? Not till February 18th. Yeah, write that down. Matter of fact, on my screen it says Rick can have it now. Speedy can have it February 18th. <laughs> But, but anyway, so uh, can't wait to see it. Greg, I I think you're going to have an issue, but 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 the but the acting in it is really good. Uh, there's good actors, and um, you know they give you the historical stuff at the end. They update you on the on the real people of history. Right, and, I like that. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. Too. Yeah, and and I think I think you would like it if you can just not. Be, I'll get past if you it. just cannot be Bub. I think you're fine. Uh, I just don't think you Greg, don't be overcritical about the computer generation stuff. Okay. Now early you're going to think you're going to think it's unacceptable early. Now far just, as the war, th- this was this was a major oh, major yeah. turning point. Oh, oh big and, time. And, and they, if they not, made that clear, uh, the the Japanese made an they error. Think we can do that. And was it rearming their planes? Yep. They took too long, or they they got goaded into coming off quicker yeah, than they, they wanted to. Didn't they, they changed the, what they were going to do. You're right. Right. And they, then they were out in the middle of you know they thought they were being sharp, and they didn't they didn't think we knew about Midway, but the, right. the code guys figured it out. Yep. yep. And and then everybody everybody listened to them finally. The code guys. Let me they, tell you, we've broke the, 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 the code. The code guys had Pearl have. Harbor. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the, the code guys on this one, the way they found out, they uh, they faked a water outage or something. And right. They set it out. And, the, and then they mm-hmm. sent back that they're out of water at this that, place, yeah. and they knew they had them that then that the they were on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, that, that yeah. is correct. So, uh, but what happened on was, one of the bases. Yeah, there. they yeah. made the decision <clears throat> to disarm all the planes on their aircraft carrier. And 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 suit them and for a for a water war versus a land war. Yeah, they yeah. changed bombs to torpedoes and then went Correct. back to bombs or Correct. something, and they got caught in the middle trying to change. And, lost, and, and you lost, know, and you know, how about the precision of dropping these things, Rick? And you know, when you're when you know when you're serving a you know a, an imperial uh, an emperor that says he's God, you won't you won't be straight up. And mm-hmm. they keep saying, you know, are we going to make it? Have we got everything? And the guy looks around and they're still pushing around, you know, torpedoes and stuff, and he realizes. It's going and he won't. He just can't say it. He keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Five more minutes, and and it's like going to be like thirty more minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, while they're getting yeah. pummeled. But it's it's a good movie. It's entertaining. Is it better than the original? I I don't think so. I love the original. because it, it, but but it but it's good. It's but a, the it's strategy a nice, of, it's a nice entertaining thing to watch at home. The, the okay. strategy of how they did it, how it was set up, how what the U.S. did versus what the Japanese is all very interesting. Yeah, and all that they do all they that. lay that out good yeah, for you. Yeah, all that's fine. Matter of fact, you'll really enjoy that. Sounds like something to watch today. Because two, February eighteenth for you. They did they the U.S. launched their bombers without fighter escorts, and they kept the fighters to protect the carrier. Yes, and that was unheard of. So that that caught the Japanese off guard. By the way, I'd forgotten how outmanned we were. Our military was not anything compared to the Japanese at the time. We had we not the Navy. We were in a disadvantage. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number as we make our way back. All right, so, um, yeah, somebody asked an email. Is Woody Harrelson in the movie? Yes, Woody Harrelson is in Midway and does a good job, by the way. Uh, so um, the computer generation, Greg, you're just going to have to get past that. I'll but, just get past But then there's one movie we can't get past. No. Because you know, I'm I just watching the previews. What is it about human nature that we just we just cannot 
we cannot deal with the term moderation. Now you you see our <laughs> yeah. you, you look <laughs> if you look at Bubba and I on our ongoing weight struggles, you see that that we are living examples of that. But computer generation, less is more. Less is more. Oh. Now, you know, you, some of the greatest animal human movies that we've watched involved a live trained animal. Yeah. And is I it, know that's a hassle. It's you get a, an animal to act it's, right. it's a lot of work, but we cannot do the movie. Man. We cannot do the movie Call of the Wild <laughs> and computer generate the doggone dog. And all the other animals it interacts with. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean you, we're, we're going to sit He's there. He's jumping, flying through there. Bubba, we've got Harrison Ford in this, and we're going to watch Harrison Ford interact with nothing, and we're going to have a computer-generated dog. And I'm going to say the, it again. the main dog of the of the of the uh, story, Call of the Wild, is going to be computer-generated. Yeah. If you movie. generate that dog, why do you have it cross-sided? Well, well, it was it was cross-sided. Maybe, it or was. is that Harrison Ford that's cross-sided? Yeah, somebody. But I'm just saying the this. dog looks cross-sided. I just, I, I mean. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, that's lazy to me. Is this yeah. some, is this some it sort looks of like did PETA a, calls this a modern they day it? video game? Yeah, you know, but today's video games how good that it looks like you're watching a video game. Yeah, to me. I, I, how about I will not go see that movie because I cannot watch the main character of Doggone Call of the Wild. <laughs> the The main dog is going to be computer generated. I'm not going. I can't do it. <laughs> I will not watch all it. the scenes, the mount, everything. No. This one here has been ranting on this. I'm pointing to Greg for you. You okay, Greg? I, I'm trying to <laughs> figure out. This for I'm trying to figure out where the age divide is on this bothering people because it. I'm 42. Well, if you don't enjoy me. good cinematography, I guess so. It doesn't bother me, and I feel like I need to be bothered by it. You should, right. especially, you know what I mean? with, especially with the main, so, the main I, character. Speedy, you're not chiming in as much on this. Does it bother yeah, you? I haven't locked in on the trailer at all, to be honest with but you. But I'm talking about, about the, talking the about computer it. animation itself. Is it bother? Does this really drive you nuts when watching a movie? You know, uh, I'll tell you this: well, like things right. like. Um, uh, so let's, let's say this: some of the movies it'll come and go, and it's not as bad. But those that are like the main, the main uh, uh, crux of the whole movie, everything's generated. Like what was this thing that The Rock was in, where yeah. the animals? Oh. Uh, uh, what was that? That was ridiculous. He was in the one. I couldn't watch. There was that. one he was in. Remember they're on the like, Golden Gate Bridge and a big giant yes, wave hits. Yeah, and it's yeah. And, and so some of that I just can't deal with. Is it an age gap here that I'm trying to find, or is it just everybody's bothered by this and I should be on board? All right, here's the thing. I think this is going to help you. I don't think you have to be bothered by computer generation. Uh, it's like a lot of special effects. I think you're going to look in the future. And you're going to see it's going to be done better than it's being done now. Okay. And you're going to feel embarrassed that it didn't bother you because okay. of how bad it really was. Okay. Right. Because, that helps. Because I don't mind it being done if you'll do it well. Okay. And I think you need to pick and choose when, when it's an accent. When you take the main animal <laughs> that we're watching, I mean, a guy out in the wilderness with his dog, he and his dog against the world. And the dog's computer generated? <laughs> look, I mean, picture old Yeller with a computer generated uh, yeah. yellow dog. Well, or we, Lassie. Wouldn't, we wouldn't tolerate that. No. Or Lassie. Look, look at all yeah. that. Look, uh, how, see the way they move. Yeah. It's a cartoon. Hey, hey, like, You're watching I, a cartoon? You're watching Harrison Ford <laughs> in a green room with nothing around him real. He might as well we're, get up and do him dances like he do on Fortnite. We're, we're mm-hmm. watching Harrison Ford in a cartoon like. is what we're watching. See, look at that bear. He's not really. All right, so Helmsy, to go a little further. What if further. Ben had it been real on, uh, <laughs> what was that he was in? What was Ben the Grizzly big Adams? Grizzly Adams. Yeah, yeah. Would, you want Ben to be computer generated? If I'm locked in and I'm watching the new Lions King or something, yeah, the Lion King. Well, you know that. Then I then I go, okay, I can deal with this because I know going in. But if they yeah. remake a classic like this with something like that, because the Lion King's an me. animated movie in the anyway. Yeah, yeah. so, so big. Got you saying it. 
Uh, Bubba, can, can you watch a computer-generated animal interact with Harrison Ford? Uh, you know, no, I don't Might like well it. Might as well be a puppet. Because, like I mean, we grew up with programs, like we said, that had real dogs in it. Yeah. Right? So like, I get it. That's Lassie. I mean, we had a talking horse, Rick. It had its own series. We sure so, Wilbur. You know, there's some things I understand you need to do that Accent. because it's yeah, sure. big. It. And, don't have a problem. You know, but a dog? Are you? I mean, how about this? I never think about these things, and I, you need I guess to. I should start. What's that movie where three animals all come home at the end? Nicole, yeah, Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. What if all those animals were computer generated? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't care if they got home or not. Exactly. I'd be because like, I would go, they're not real. They're not real. Who cares if they get home? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine Benji? Remember the Benji? Benji. Oh yeah, I love Benji. Oh, yeah. I mean, who would give a rip about Benji? When there was a Benji movie, we went oh, to the drive-in. Bring it on, Benji. And what was we the big it. dog that had the barrel under his neck? Uh, yeah, the the big Saint oh, Bernard. Saint Bernard. Yeah. What did he get? Oh, crap. Bel- Beethoven. Be- Beethoven. Beethoven. Yeah. What if Beethoven was a computer-generated Saint Bernard? Not gonna help. I'll tell you this: I don't care about these animals, and if they're not, if they're computer-generated, because I know they're not really. What there. if Flipper was not real? Oh my goodness! Mm. You think we'd watch Flipper if he was computer-generated? Fake, fake, fake water. Wasn't real. Hey, hey, Greg. I know. What about Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> Greg, look. How about Again, this? Goes back to what you said earlier. You look at that now and go, "Ooh." Yeah, what megalodon? It's embarrassing. What if Flipper, when he came up out of the water with his, those beloved little boys, and he comes up out of the water and the water's fake and he's fake, <laughs> going across the water? Yeah. The water's fake too. Yeah. I mean, in like, like for serious, like, what if Godzilla wasn't real? Okay, you know, in the movie. <laughs> guys, guys, straight. I have to just say again. I like whenever you used to have them old ones and they were in a costume. And they were in the yeah. miniature yeah. city and he was yeah. tearing it yeah. up. I love them old. I will not go see Harrison Ford, and plus, it's Call of the Wild. I, that's a great book and it's yeah, a great, it's a great story. Book. But they're ruining it, and I and, and I here's I know that it's probably better on the budget. It's you know it's a hassle to have a well trained dog. I, that makes it more impressive to me. Mm-hmm. Is PETA behind this? Is somewhere Possibly. lurking in all yeah, this? Right. Is there PETA? See, look at that right there. That's oh, nothing but a cartoon. Now, I'm looking oh, at a cartoon. My. That's mm. all I'm looking at. Good gracious. Good gracious. The graphics. Actually, Greg, that was actually Cujo. That was Cujo. I'm still looking at a cartoon, but it was fake. Yeah, fake. Mm. fake. What if like Jurassic Park wasn't real? Okay. see if you're going to do dinosaurs, you're right. If you're going to do a dinosaur well, movie, you have to computer good. generate I know, those. I, get that. I know what dogs, I'm getting into. We train dogs all the time. Well, look, I know what I'm. I think you place. might be onto something, Rick. I wonder if PD is behind. When this country was great, if you had a movie about a man's dog, the dog was a, a trained real dog, right? And, and you're going to call the wild with a computer generated dog that's not really there? No, sir. I tell you, he will not participate at the Burgess Brothers. Nope. We won't be We're participating out. in that. Nope. Harrison Ford or not? No. Really? For, for that matter, why do we need Harrison Ford? I know. Just make it a completely computer-generated movie. We've done that before. Yeah. Why do we need a real person in it? Who needs Harrison Ford? Yeah. You can, if you want it to look like Harrison Ford, go ahead. Generate it. Right. If you didn't you want it, it'd be a lot know. cheaper. It'd be like watching Polar Express version of Call of the Wall. Exactly. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let the people speak. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Looking forward to chatting with you as you pile in here at 866 we be big Directly assistant. I said, Aaron, come on, 212. I said, hey, hey, mom, but this is Mr. Rhythm Man Blue. So uh, lines are available. It looks like it'll be uh, Happy Gilmore taking your phone calls. So dial it right now. we got ten lines ablazing. Most of those are available now, so you can get in. Uh, fellas, uh, are you listening? Valentine's Day. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. 
Um, why don't you go to 1-800-Flowers.com right now. Next Friday is Valentine's One week from tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Uh, if you still haven't taken advantage of the unbeatable rose bouquet deals from 1-800-Flowers.com, I, I have to ask an uncomfortable question. Can you explain to me what you're waiting for? Are you just you want to be in a bind? Is that it? Do you, do you want to pay more for roses in the last minute and get some that are not as nice? Is that your goal to disappoint? <laughs> so why don't you move right now to 1-800-Flowers.com Get this done. Pick your delivery date and uh, and send uh, you know roses from the Rose Authority. One eight hundred flowers dot com. Right now, when you order, you'll get eighteen red roses for twenty nine ninety nine, or you can upgrade to twenty four red roses for only ten dollars more. So eighteen red roses, the classic, for twenty nine ninety nine, or if you'd like to say I'll I'll add six more, you can do that for ten dollars more, and then she gets twenty four beautiful red roses from one eight hundred flowers dot com. Uh, they ship them overnight. They pick them at their peak. That ensures freshness. So make the move now to 1-800-Flowers.com or go to rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. And to get the deal that I just mentioned, use the promo code Bubba. Use the promo code Bubba. All right, to the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a-trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Jesse is in Georgia. Jesse, go ahead. Hey, yeah. First of all, I wanted to say the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park look more real than the dog. In Call of the Wild. You know what? I have to, <laughs> I have to agree well. with that. I have to agree with that. And, and me and Stretch were discussing this in, in the break, and he's right. He said it's not that you hate CG, you hate bad. And CG. he's right. Some of it's bad. But if you're going to put out Call of the Wild, it's got to be good. I mean, and, and it's too much of a, a, you know, they're a team. Somebody just put an email and they're right. Would you say, you know, what if all of a sudden you, you're watching Starsky and Hutch, and Hutch is computer generated? Exactly. But Starsky's not. No. I, mean, you, I mean, you wouldn't tolerate that. I would not. I used to love Starsky and Hutch. I did, too. I did, too. We just could stay up late and watch it. Yep. Clinton, Kentucky. Loved Huggy Bear. Huggy Jay Bear. is standing by. Jay, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Monkey grass and green acres, Thank man. you. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You know, this computer generation, human interaction, I, I blame soccer. Yep. <laughs> yep. At the end of it all. If something's happened in this society that is, uh, is tough to explain and it's a step backward, it was just like our, our father, the prophet, uh, predicted. Uh, when this country embraced soccer, everything went awry. You know, when this country was great, we dis- we had a disdain for soccer, and we didn't think it was American. We continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to uh, Robin in Springville. Robin, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, I was just calling about Gemini Man. Have y'all seen it, Will Smith? Saw the trailer. Yeah, saw the trailer. I got to tell you, a little bit of pushback from me. I'm not into any movie where one actor is against yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Will Smith, but oh my gosh, it's something about the mouth with computer animation that they just can't get right. The mouth, you, you know? said? And mm-hmm. Yeah, the mouth. And mm-hmm. it looked great until he started talking. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah, I, I don't know what's up with me, and I know I'm going to draw some boo birds from the team here a little bit. Oh boy, I, I'm looking. This includes, I know, and this is where I'm going to get in get in trouble. This includes the Eddie Murphy stuff, even when they do. I'm not a fan of an actor playing multiple roles. In I don't either. I don't like well, now, it. Wait a minute, time out. Except in coming to America. Time out. No, I'd really <laughs> rather those people be other actors. No, no still I, the same line, still the same funny. I don't like knowing, and I certainly hate when the actor is just. Like I'm pretending I'm a twin. That's what I was fixing to say. Oh my I, I gosh! I can live like with Eddie Murphy and Captain oh America, gosh. or the Clumps. Right. That I can live with. But when I'm my twin, or I, can't stand I that. hate that. Mm, yeah. And remember the old days, they would shoot the actor from behind every yeah. time he was being the other twin. Oh yeah. I hate. I'm the same. 
Like, I can't watch a movie where Will Smith fights himself the entire movie. I can't. I can't, either. I can't watch that. No. Uh, y'all, are really, y'all are really messing with my brain when right, it comes yeah. to watching. I want y'all to know, Mr. Yeah. Naive over here is yeah. going to struggle from now well, on. Well, keep in mind. We, have we never know. You never know until we pointed no. it out. Keep in mind, we all got a bunch of weird quirks. This yeah. doesn't mean this is what you have to be. No. I acknowledge. But it's hard for me not to watch right. something now and see what y'all are seeing. Look, I, I go further than Greg. I don't like when an actor plays multiple people in makeup in the movie. I hate that. Well, I, I love the lines. I think the stuff at the barbershop and coming to America, I think the clumps are funny. I just wish they were other actors. And Rick. I, I, I don't like that a lot of them are Eddie Murphy But again. the point is you can't, you can't tell it's him by looking at him. Yes, you can. That not makeup, on the clumps. Greg, the not makeup. Not on the clumps. I don't like it. Rick, I, the clumps. You couldn't in the barbershop and coming to America. I won't. I didn't know it was them until the well, end of the show. I, I, I knew it. <laughs> He's lying. Oh, I, you didn't? You first saw it. You didn't know Bubba. it was Bubba's messing You see my point? He's messing yeah, the, Listen, the a lot of people didn't Wait a minute. You're him. telling me, Rick, I'm going to put the brakes on because it keeps right <laughs> So you're telling me that you didn't know that was Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall in that barbershop. Not the first time I saw Now, it, no. I'll give you the Jewish man at the end. That would have yeah, been a tough call was, if nobody yeah, that, told you. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I was really shocked at now that. That. One. Yep. Yeah. But I just don't like actors to play multiple characters. And I certainly can't deal with the twin thing. Not no, the, the twin, the twin thing's unacceptable. I will not. You not. think I'm gonna watch Gemini Man? No way. No. Who's Will Smith fighting? Somebody looks just like him. Is it him? Well, not really, but it's yeah. You know it's him because it's got to be Will Smith because they're two, they're the same person. So Will Smith's gonna fight himself the whole movie. I'm not watching that. I, I'm, I'm with you. I knew Eddie Murphy was the guy that was the singer. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> You may, have, you may remember him from one episode of <laughs> <laughs> What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. You remember him oh. as Joe the Policeman. <laughs> but I want Who that writes? person to be another actor. Who writes actor? that? No. That yeah. is so good. I want that Rick, person to be another I'm actor. Sorry, that movie gets a pass. I go further. I got oh. it. That and the clumps, I give a pass. Helmsy, if you tell me you're okay with twins. Well, I've never, I've, <laughs> listen, that's that. I've never thought about this stuff. Right. Okay. I'm bothered now that I have never been bothered by it. Gosh. <laughs> Well, hey, hey, here's an idea. We're going to pretend like this actor has a twin that's that's uh, that's a little different personality than they are. Yeah, that's a new idea. That's only been done a hundred and four times. <laughs> yeah. well, how about if we, I'm an actor, I don't want to. Hey, do that. here's an idea. Listen yeah. to this. Have you thought about this? That at some point in the movie, the young person says something, and then the young person becomes the adult, and the, young, the adult person becomes the young person. No one's ever done that before. <laughs> we've had so what, many versions. How many of those oh, we had? Fifteen body switches. Yeah, oh, a body oh, switch. You love Freaky a body Friday switch. Was I never original. think about it. You know, I never think about these things. I think there was some older movies. When I'm watching a movie, I think I just watching the movie. I hate any of that. I hate any of that. I've ruined it for me. Hey, the Brady Bunch. Look, there's a new cousin has arrived, and it's one of the other kids. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, with a wig on. Yeah. Uh, I just tried Freaky to Friday was funny. That was a good movie. Hey, look over here. Hey, here's my sassy sister, and it's just the actress in another wig. Yeah, like Sabrina, like Sabrina on the wig. Hate it. <laughs> exactly. I can't Bubba, stand it. Perfect that. example. I cannot stand that. Uh, oh, look. Here's my edgy sister, and it's just the same actress with a wig on. Oh yeah. It was her cousin. I can't, cousin, whatever. I hate that. I can't I'm stand it. I'm so, won't watch it. You, you think I won't watch Gemini? Did I hear no. that, that Coming to America Part Two is being filmed? Oh, I, don't I think know. I heard that. Mm. Because, of course, he got sued over that, like he had ripped the idea off from somebody. This is exactly know. what I'm talking about. There it is. Let's go to uh, let's go to Russ in Birmingham. Russ, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you today, sir? Great. How are you? Good. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Ask Greg if it, what he thought about Philo Beto having a computer-generated Clyde. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. That See movie, that? the entire, both of them, which I love, by the way, 
Clyde was real in all of them. That, as, as it should. How many were the two or three of those? Any two, I think. They were yeah. every which way you can, in any which way, but loose or yeah. every, any whatever. Whatever. Right turn, Clyde. I love those. Philo Beto. <laughs> that motorcycle gang, come on. JR and Foley. <laughs> it was all Cannonball Run. <laughs> it was quality <laughs> movies. Yeah. There were no computer generation Boys anywhere good in that. Oh, good fight scenes. What's next? Snowman going to drive a computer generated 18 wheeler? Fred, what's his dog, Fred? Fred. Yeah, yeah. Fred's Fred. going to be computer generated? I watched that again. Brad needs a burger. Was, can I tell you, I love Cannonball Run. I saw run. it the other day. Oh, That's a classic. Yeah, yeah. It's it's snubbed by the Oscars. JR and Foley. All those stars JR, go ahead. All right, guys, I got a uh, prediction and a comment. I want to see what y'all think about it. Okay. The uh, Democrats go into their convention, and it's a brokered convention. Mm -hmm. I'm predicting Hillary Clinton to come out with a nomination as president. And uh, since she made a comment about she wouldn't rule out being vice president, I would say the most dangerous job in the United States is to be president with uh, yes. Hillary Clinton being your yes. vice president. <laughs> Ain't nobody yes. signing up for that deal. No. no. So no. if I die, she's president. That's right. Now I'm out. I'm out. I would not be within a heartbeat oh. of Hillary Clinton getting that seat. John out of North Carolina. Johnny, go ahead. 30 seconds. The best dog movie ever made was Old Yeller. Picture him. Oh. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, I urge you to watch it. Well, oh, what are you talking I mean, about? We, we yeah, cry like, every time we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> he think nothing got by us? Yeah. <laughs> Did he really think nobody had seen that? I don't know. Maybe he's talking to the audience. First time I saw it, I was. We <laughs> have talked about Oyella over the years at Nauvoo. Wait a minute. Oh, well, now, see, what's it about? Well see, that, well, see, that's also. Of course, we mentioned earlier what if he'd been computer generated. But, <laughs> it would have been horrible. But let's go back to this now, again. Now, we saw that one scene that somebody sent us. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, stop it. Old Yeller, to me, is another movie that shows you. About we just had a tougher generation. Oh, what a- we were a generation of children that our family set us down in front of a movie mm-hmm. where the beloved dog is shot down at yes. the very end. Mm. Rick, you're telling oh, people Rick. about the movie. Well, if they hadn't seen, seen it. Hey, hey, <laughs> let Look, me tell you this, Rick. There's no, no modern-day parents going to show yeah. their kid old yellow. <laughs> right. It's not going to happen. It might hurt your feelings. That's that true. might get upset. Here's yeah, one you yeah, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, them, I them, loved them. Yeah. Oh, I, I, not, when I, was, I was so scarred when they shot that. I See, thought – I thought surely there's some other way out of this. The thing I, I know every time, and I'd already seen it before, but every yeah. time I thought somehow he was going to get better. I know. Maybe one time he wouldn't turn. Uh, look at that dog. But here's the thing: goes back again. <laughs> See, old Yeller took took the relationship between humans and animals in, in the perfect balance. <laughs> no one was treated better. No one was loved more than the yellow dog. Everybody loved old But yellow when dog. he got sick, he was not treated like the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. No, Ricky was. <laughs> oh. Ricky <laughs> so Mike. Wow, I'm choking on a jalapeno. All right, so my generation in Texas growing up, we did watch Old Yeller, and we did watch it in school. And I was afraid that they've lost that. In school? In school, yeah, yeah. My intern, Stretch Armstrong, he's from Texas. He's a senior in college right now. He did watch it in school. So they are at least in Texas. Hey, Texas. Still See, that's Texas. watching Old Yeller. Thank goodness. Probably not in Houston, ah. though, sadly. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't forget uh, the original weekly podcast, Rick and Bubba University, coming your way again this weekend. No guests this week. Bubba and I will just kind of unpack all that's going on with uh, the acquittal of Trump, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the state of the country right now and uh, kind of unpack that in long-form format for the weekend. So, uh, so catch that when you get up on the weekend. It'll be available to you wherever you get podcasts. 
Bubba, a couple of uh, celebrity news items well, today. We, we got some. We got golden fingers, and we're loved everywhere we go. I know one of them you can't comment on yet. We sing about Not beauty, and we sing about truth. At ten thousand dollars a show. That's right. We take all kind of pills that give us all kind of thrills. But the thrill we've never known. Everybody say it. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Somebody say Stone. Wanna buy five copies for my mother? I wanna see my smiling face. Bubba, I know you cannot talk about celebrity deaths, and really Not neither you mentioned. Well, neither should I, because uh, I have them dead before they're dead, and you announce them dead years after they've already died. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll try. We do have a story. I saw it last night, and be sure that Speedy and Greg agree with us on this. Uh, that now Kurt Douglas has gone on in yeah. at the ripe age of one hundred and three. Wow. One hundred. Right, Rick, be honest. Did you think he was already dead? I did. Okay, I knew you did. Yes, I did. Honestly, I, first I think, think I, I did of, too. Did you I think, think I did too? Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. First thing I thought of. Right. Boy, he's been uh, in a lot of movies. He has. I think they hey, said wow. ninety. I think they said ninety. Wow. TV that, yesterday. That, that's a bunch. And what about when your son is seventy-five and you're still here? <laughs> wow. That's what <laughs> that really brings it all. <laughs> that really does. Yeah. <laughs> Good great. That's uh that was one of the things we were talking about. We had a, uh, a we have a gentleman at our church that's a hundred plus. Yeah, and it was so interesting. They were talking about things that he got to the point now, sadly, where he needs a, people to bring him stuff and everything. And somebody said, "Well, I mean, his son's trying to help, but his son's eighty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do so much." <laughs> So, so you're like, okay, we really we need to take care of both yeah. of them. Yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> that was a literal statement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's doing the best he can. But, yeah, when we uh, say son. He's so 103, now. that's, um, you know, uh, now, uh, Rick, there's nothing. <laughs> Spartacus. Spartacus. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in here, Bubba, because I know every time we have one of these 100-plus oh, people, boy. you're always searching for, you know, what was the key to their longevity. I, there's nothing really mentioned other than <laughs> he just he just lived a long time. Yeah, I mean, it might be good genetics. Yeah. That's, that's good for the rest of the crew. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Michael and Kurt and all of them. We're also trying to follow the on-again, off-again relationship with Antonio Brown and everybody. Uh, I just looked up a minute ago, and now Antonio Brown has done an interview where he now says he feels like he owes the entire NFL an apology. No, no, yeah, I think he, I think he did that over the weekend yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. We had the story yesterday. So Now, uh, a month ago, he was dogging the NFL, saying they were oppressive right. and all this. Correct. Well, I think Antonio has slipped, yes. uh, obviously. And I think now he Pizza. just may be at a desperation point. He's going, okay, I'm, I can't get anything done. I'm going to have to apologize to everybody to try to get a shot again. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you give him a shot, is he just going to go into some other crazy excuse like he's been doing? I think he needs to, to get some help. I mean, he's an incredible talent, but yeah. obviously he ain't right now. Do you think when, – when will the moment be Antonio Brown blames NFL for head trauma that caused bizarre behavior? Yes, well, that's, kinda, that's probably the last card in the, in the deck here, right. but uh, he's, uh, he's about played all of his cards. So, Do y'all um, realize how much money he squandered this yeah, past season? Yeah, yeah. Right, so take, take away the violence part and some other things, but the Aaron Hernandez story, if you hadn't seen it. This, yeah, have, the, they keep yeah. showing it over and over again. Different people keep doing this story. Yeah, um, yeah. but his decision making and and some of the stuff that he was doing that a lot of folks couldn't figure out is mm-hmm. is kind of similar to some of this Antonio Brown's doing, where it just seems like he's all over the road. Nothing. There's no pattern to okay. I've got I've got my act back together. 
it's okay, I got my act together today, but then tomorrow I yeah, don't. Yeah, right. And then I'm back to, okay, I'm fine, and then yeah. I'm going to apologize, and then yeah. I'm going to tweet something about, I never should apologize, forget all y'all. Right. And then I'm, <laughs> not, then I'm back it's to, hard to follow. I like y'all. It's hard to follow. It's, he's all over the road. Yo, big time. Yeah. I mean, and it's just there's no formality to anything he's doing. Do y'all think that in, anybody now at this point ever he ever is able to enter back into the lead um, a league? I mean, he may play for the XFL this spring, but I mean, it's uh, Rick. I mean, he's he's been in two great situations this year. I mean, he even after he even blew it with the Raiders, comes back with the Patriots. He goes in, he's making touchdown passes, he's doing great, and then he, he freaks out again. And what I guess he was released that time for the domestic violence, yeah. right? Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, guys, you can't go home and beat up your wife or girlfriend. That's kind of something we don't do in this country. And again, the standard for you know for the NFL is not all that high. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We've proven that. Let's go back to this again. So now, as we continue to talk on this day, Antonio Brown, the last thing we heard was I owe the entire NFL an apology. Right. Oh, well, that one. So, so let's let's make a note of that. That's where we are today. Today, if we're just keeping writing it down, yeah. Uh, Jerry Rice whining about the officiating in the Super Bowl. You know, I told the guys this on Monday that San Francisco fans were just screaming about the referees and blaming it uh, on every on, on them. Really, there's mm-hmm. a couple of calls, and now he's weighed in. You, you know, I, I mean, watching the game, I, I didn't really have a dog in the fight. I was kind of pulling for Kansas City just because yeah. of Mahomes, but I wasn't tore up either way. I would have been happy for either team. But I really, I mean, I didn't even see many questionable calls other than the the one where the tight end pushed off. But clearly, he pushed off and got separation. Well, so not according to Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice says, "Are you serious? Come on, you don't call that." He said, "I understand if you really extend your arm, but let the players he, play." He really did extend his arm. Jerry said he didn't. I mean, it was pretty Jerry's, clear on the replay. Jerry said he didn't. Well, Jerry Rice wasn't watching the same replay I did. I know. <laughs> So, but how about this? Okay, so that one play that changed the whole thing. Again, you had a nine, you had a, a ten point lead with nine minutes to go. You have one of the top, if not the top, defense in the NFL. You should win that game. There's no all you had to do is get a first down anywhere along that way, and the game's over. Any game you're gonna have calls that don't go your way that are borderline, but you just have to overcome them. That's why we play four quarters. He didn't. He yeah. didn't. He didn't think. Uh, he didn't think that uh, Damian Williams scored. He said he didn't. He thought close he, enough, right? Nothing to overturn it. So he said that really. He said, I, I, he said this has really devastated me. He said I really wanted the Niners to win, and I'm I'm having a hard time getting past it. And he said we've got some bad calls against us too. Well, I know. And look, in in his time with the Forty Nineers, you, you just didn't see Forty Niners lose the Super Bowl. I mean, you think it's an automatic? Yeah, I got right. that. Right. And it was if you'd have made a first down or stopped the Chiefs from just running up and down the field the last nine minutes. Yep. Or just complete the pass to the guy wide open to win it right to him. Oh, I know. I know. Overthrew him. He had him beat. Too. You think Montana would have dropped it in there? Like, yeah, that's that's the difference in winning and losing. Yeah, One big play. And a great quarterback and an Rick average quarterback. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us today. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. Our website, Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba on the field. We're toting a couple of interns from Rick and Bubba University earning their degree in common sense. 
which has now become a superpower. That is Happy Gilmore, Stretch Armstrong, and welcome back for a brand new hour the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama, Bill Bubba Butsy. Hey, buddy, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank you. Honored, and what a privilege. Well, Bubba, the all-loving, all-caring, uh, overly sensitive left has uh, decided to use uh, Rush Limbaugh's uh, uh, stage four lung cancer diagnosis for an opportunity to run him down. Uh, so uh, we, w- the, the only, this is the, and I think we all need to do this, okay, not, not just the left, the left. If we're going to say derogatory things about people, it, it has to be in these categories. Hey, this is just a situation where what this person stands for, I totally disagree, and I just don't care for them, and we don't agree on, on, on things. The way they see the world and the way I see the world is different. Okay, that's one. That, and that's just yeah. into – that's principles, that's points of view, that's worldview – but then we get into things like I'm going to now make accusations about them, derogatory accusations like uh, I think they're misogynists or I think they're a racist, uh, uh, I, I think they're a hate monger, all these. Well, then when you start getting into that, then you have to say, for example, for example, when they did this, this, and this, this proves that what I am assuming about them is not unfounded. You can't just throw out phrases about people and then not have any example or any proof that would that would that would cause concern or confirm with very little hesitation that your accusation has validity. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Jim Acosta just out of nowhere des- decides that he will talk about Rush Limbaugh's, you know, getting the the Medal of Freedom, the Presidential Medal of Freedom, uh, and then this goes into you know Rush Limbaugh the person. And then he wants to be negative about him getting the Medal of Freedom because he's a racist. Mm. Uh, but but he doesn't say, for example, uh, do we want that first? Yeah, but, you, but, yeah, you can. Uh, this is courtesy of CNN. Uh, yes, can't be forgotten that he was awarding the Medal. Limbaugh, who has a history of making uh, derogatory comments about African Americans. Okay, what in the world? So he has a history of making derogatory comments about African Americans. For example, did he give an right. example? So, and you should say, for example, yeah, and uh, that's what Russia's producer is saying. He's it, saying, it, right. I challenge Jim Acosta and CNN to give us the list. I've been with Rush for thirty years. Give me the list, both snurdly. And, and he is African American. Yeah, yeah. But is is Rush Limbaugh's call screener uh, slash producer? He's on Rush's team and has been his call call screener, as he said, for thirty years. And he is, as Bubba pointed out, African American. And he's saying, well, Jim, if you're going to make those kind of accusations, I've been with the man for 30 years working with him for hours on end. I probably have a better you know, feel of whether he's racist or not than, than you do. And I've never seen an example of him being derogatory about African-Americans. Can you give me an example of it? Well, right. we all know Jim Acosta is not a journalist. Uh, right. I mean, he's an activist. He's acted that way. He got thrown out of the White House, crying out loud, and, and had to had to win a lawsuit to even get access back to it. So he, you know, he's a he has a point of view. He's already going to report that point of view. He's he's anti the president. He's anti conservatives. He's anti Republicans. He always has been, and he's never done anything positive toward him. I don't know why we expect him to say anything other than what he said. See, Acosta was trying to say all the things that Trump, and this makes it even sadder, all the things that Trump was saying to the African American community that that are happening under his administration that is good. Acosta says, well, you can't really take that serious because he gave the Medal of Freedom to a racist. 
I mean, that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. and, and and but yet he has no proof that 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 Rush Limbaugh is has said things derogatory about African Americans. Has Rush Limbaugh said things derogatory about Democrats? You better believe it, one hundred percent of the time. Has he and Bo Snerdly, who, do, who I hear him comment in in Rush's headphones, and and sometimes Rush will just say what what Snerdly said. Has there been a, a conversation that included Bo Snerdly that the Democrats really have a history of being uh, disrespectful to the African American community and and the way they treat the African American community should actually be offensive? They've certainly said that, but that's not derogatory against African Americans. That's derogatory against uh, against the Democratic Party. Has Rush Limbaugh been derogatory about some of the so-called civil rights? Leaders, yes. So have we, and so have many uh, conservative African Americans. So, yeah. so, so based on their actions, based on their actions. But this is not a skin color problem. This is mm. this is what kind of human being you are. Which uh, I don't know how to break this to everybody. Martin Luther King Jr. said that's how it should be. People mm-hmm. should be judged on their character, not not the color of their skin. Well, that means you can judge people's character no matter what color they are. Doesn't make you a racist if you ju- judge uh, negatively the character of someone who happens. To be African American, yeah, just like saying that there's white people uh, that have bad character, that doesn't mean that all white people are evil. Uh, but you know, you judged individuals on their character, no matter what skin color they may be. That was the dream. Uh, so anyway, um, so as you said, here's Snurdly's official words. He said, "I just saw footage from CNN's Jim Acosta saying Rush has a history." He puts in quotation of saying disparaging things about African-Americans. I have been in the studio with Rush for 30 years, and I would like to formally challenge CNN and Acosta to provide the list of examples. And then he said, as of this morning, that means uh, today, uh, I have not heard back from Mr. Acosta Acosta following the race-baiting, hateful, slanderous statements uh, that he he said about Rush. He cannot provide proof of his hateful accusations because the proof does not exist. CNN should be ashamed for allowing alleged reporting on public airwaves. It's just not to be tolerated. And that's from Bo Snurdly, who's worked with Rush and is African-American for 30 years. So there you go. So you you do have to say, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. But the left is notorious for this. Oh, oh yeah, they'll yeah. Do that. throw it out there. They'll, uh-huh. they'll just label you anything. Matter of fact, yeah, yeah it just yeah. As, as if it's factual. Yeah. And now, now, and if you turn around and say anything negative oh. about anybody they hold dear, <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> where is the proof of this? <laughs> right. And uh, I really think that the, the far left, and with all the people I've dealt with doing this show, they are they are some of the most hateful people. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, any time they're upset with you. Uh, and, and Bubba has said this, and it's because they have one thing that they cannot tolerate, and that's you disagreeing with them. Yeah, that's the unforgivable sin. And when you, everything else is in play, they're the kind of they're the kind <laughs> of they're the kind of person. And we joke about you know, Greg, when you were little, you know, when you had a little bit of a temper issue, yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, you you were a child, and they're still yeah, acting right. like children. Yeah. But it's it's like that person that thinks the only thing I can do right now because you've upset me is punch you in the face. You know, I, 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 That's I, all I, got. I, I can't mm-hmm. counterpoint. I can't do it. So they immediately go to, they immediately turn. And you ever notice when they get going, it's almost like there's blood in the water. How yeah. sharks just get ravenous. They, they're trying to think of the most horrible thing they could think about you that they could just possibly utter right now. And then they'll turn around and say, I'll tell you what I don't like about Donald Trump. He's bombastic and he's mean. <laughs> and like, well, you, you created this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's responding. You, you guys have, you, 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 and the establishment Republicans created the bulldozer. Yep. 
And then you sit there and cry about the very thing you created. We didn't need a bulldozer until we were pushed into the corner. Right. Well, you know, because there comes a time when you have to tell, you know, and, and, and of course my favorite is how the left are the first ones to cry about bullying. Are there any bigger bullies on the block <laughs> than the left? Because they don't want to dis- disagree with you. They want to destroy your they ability want, to continue. They want to cancel you. Yeah. They don't want you to be able to make a living. They don't want you to be able to walk around in public without people harassing you and throwing things at you. All while telling us that they are the most loving, caring, open-minded, open-minded. Hey, people ought to be able to be whatever they want to be, except y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, last night, kind of on I've the same said lines. You are seeing people's face when you say that, so I don't get to be me. Yeah. So kind of on the same lines about how how rude the left is, but they try to act a, a, a different way. Did y'all see Susan Collins on Fox News last night? Mm-hmm. They played some of the voicemail that she's gotten because of the way she voted for the Supreme Court and, and then also to acquit Trump. And it's it's literally just a, maybe 30 seconds. But listen to some of the voicemails that she has gotten from her office. Take a listen. You have a, a, a difficult election coming up. I think you would agree with that, correct? Uh, and these are some of the angry voicemails that you have received at your office from constituents over this difficult decision that you just made. Let's play, let's play those. Wow, what a vile piece of garbage you are, Susan Collins. I sure hope you didn't breed. I sure hope you don't have children or grandchildren because their future's You are a traitor that you support people like Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump. You're going to lose, Susan Collins. You're going to lose. You're just a little for Donald Trump. Wow. Well, those are nice people. Yeah. Aren't they sweet? But that's how they go. They, they, they want you to be dead. They want your children to be dead. Yeah. And- and if they can think of anything hurtful or, you know, grotesque, they'll say it. All while telling us. And do you know, do you know in the spiritual realm who's the king of pretending he's one thing, but he's really another? Oh. 16 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, so we were, um, you know, I love a good documentary. Love it, love it, love it. Many times I'll just go and look, say what documentaries are available. I love to watch them. And I just had an emailer uh, that has emailed us wondering if we've seen this one yet. And I saw it available the other day but i have not watched it and it seems like you know something a little spark firing back here that we actually talked about this when it happened but i may be wrong and said hey i'm sure y'all discussed this story on the show and i think maybe we did i just don't recall it and the the documentary is called mcmillions and this was uh, a family that was scamming mcdonald's monopoly game for 20 years and just i'm talking about stacking up the money they had found a way to beat the, beat the game. There was a flaw in the game that they found it, and they were just sucking money out of McDonald's <laughs> Monopoly game. Uh, and, um, and of course, they, they, they said there's an FBI, FBI guy in it that has a little language, but that, that's not surprising. But, but anyway, uh, he, he, it's, it's like a series right now that you can watch, and it's a documentary. Uh, but anyway, they sent me a link to it and all that. But but anyway, so do you remember this? How this look? That's the, that's what it looks like if you want to try to uh, to watch it on where you watch documentaries on your app or whatever. 
But do you do you remember this? No, I remember the the family that was playing. You know, they had mathematically worked yes, out yes. how to beat the state lottery. Right. And they just yeah. about put a couple of them out of business. I do remember that. Yeah, and they had outlawed them, wouldn't let them play anymore. Then they signed a movie deal to show everybody how they did it. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah. they were just using math. They they went in. They didn't try to win all six numbers in the big jackpot, but they tried to win. You know, like with three or four numbers. Yeah. And they were buying tickets by the by the bucketfuls, and it. I mean, they ended up filling up rooms. Yeah, I remember that. With, yeah, uh, Mac, but they Mac. got they got pretty good at it. But I I don't remember this one per se. Oh, I have fast forward, and we're halfway through this this piece here. Some of the defendants were making their way into a federal court for their first appearance before a judge. The next day, America rightfully turned its eyes toward terrorism. Oh, I see. So, so, so this is when they were about to be brought out before all of us, mm-hmm. and then we got attacked on nine eleven. So this story disappeared, right? Uh, obvious for obvious reasons, right? right? So we, th- this documentary is coming back. And say y'all missed something really that happened with McDonald's in two thousand one. We got to show it to you, right? And and yeah. uh, the uh, I guess the uh, the creators of this documentary uh, were interviewed. Here they are. Crafted the story into a six episode documentary. Oh, a six fast episode. food fraud was not making any list of priorities. Are you kidding me? That's one of the things that we found very fascinating was how was this one person able to steal game pieces and then distribute them, sell them, find recruiters from this impenetrable fortress that was, uh, you know, from the marketing team and and the printing company. They spoke with WGN Morning News, the filmmakers using old film and solid storytelling to share how the FBI eventually cracked the case. So we had to find Uncle Jerry. I mean, how do you do that? For former agent in charge Tom Kinnear, this was, as he calls it, a lot of fun. A good ending for law enforcement, and now a wild chapter to reflect on. There's a lot of funny stuff that happened, you know, in, in, in the investigation. I mean, some of it, I, I think uh, one of the female agents says, you know, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they said, first of all, to get anybody to care, that a fast food chain was get, was getting robbed yeah. by somebody cheating on their game. First of all, you got to get anybody to care about that. Yeah, and it went on for twenty years. <laughs> and then the know. FBI and so in Dallas, they were able to get extra game pieces. So they wasn't playing the numbers; they were actually stealing yeah. part of the game. Somehow they were getting the pieces you needed to win, <laughs> and they just kept winning. Yeah. And they would spread it out across different pe- members of the family or whatever. I guess so. I'm gonna. I, that might be interesting. Now yeah. I wasn't ready for six episodes. I, I thought it'd be a yeah. one time run through right. this. I don't know. Can I stick with that for six episodes? I'll see if it picks up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you better grab me on that first episode. Mm-hmm. If it drags a little bit, you'll lose me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's let's. But I do want to know how they were doing it. Yeah. To me, that that's interesting to me. You know, you bringing up um, when this was going on, which was right at around you know two thousand and one, and that what they said is yeah. right around that yeah. time. And I got locked into something yesterday that someone told me about. Um, the there's a new podcast out by Monster that's called DC Sniper. And it was right around oh, 2002 yeah. after 9/11, yeah. and and the stories behind it, and the victims, and the 911 yeah. calls, and the investigation, yeah. oh, yeah. and talking yeah. to the law enforcement, <clears throat> were trying to figure out yeah. what's going on, and, yeah. and the delusion of this white box van or something yeah. that that they thought was the the, the vehicle, and it is something else. Uh, that's another good one. Uh, no, I, I remember that when that was going, that was scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was real scary. Can't remember what I was watching, but I've actually watched a documentary. Yeah. Uh, on the DC Sniper, and it was, it might have been a documentary that talks about a number of these things, and that just mm-hmm. happened to be one of the episodes. Yeah. But it was, um, it was unbelievable. I mean, none of us thought that we had a guy that had made a 
his trunk out to to shoot mm-hmm. high powered rifles out of it, people. No. I know, and and then had some little kid with him. Yeah, that that was a weird story. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're and the people and just they shot pump of gas. See, they mm-hmm. couldn't they couldn't find them because they were so well disguised in yeah. that car. Yeah, and they were looking for a van. You know, that was wrong. Like y'all were talking about, I feel bad for the, the all those people in white box vans. Yeah, they, they oh were, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. were getting frisked yeah. on every corner. <laughs> uh, also, uh, anybody headed to Panama City Beach for spring break coming up? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Mm. 2,000 pound great white shark has pinged 100 miles from Panama City Beach. Oh, come on. Oh, boy. They can make ground in, in a hurry. That's scary. <laughs> 2,000 pound. See, I used to think the Gulf of Mexico didn't have great whites, and that, and that helped me. I like things like, like that. Yeah. yeah, every now and then you get one in there. And I think now that you're tracking them, there's, there's more than we ever No, yeah. You know, this tracking thing, it, did everybody like it better when we didn't have the tracking? I mean, now they show you these pictures, and you're like, okay, I, 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 I didn't know. know all that. Yeah, was I was <laughs> so, um, 15 feet, 5 inches long. Hello. She's traveled over 2,000 miles since she was tagged on September the 20th, 2019, in mm. Nova Scotia, Canada. Good gracious. That's quite a little yeah, swim. Isn't it? Have they given her a name yet? Yeah, but I can't say it. Okay. Huh? How about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Anybody want to tackle no, that one? I don't think so. So, Unamaki? Unamaki? 2,000-pound great white shark. The big one. 100 miles from Panama City Beach and closing fast. There she is. Look. There she is. Look, there she is. Good night. Hey, stop that. You got that. You got you got Russian submarines everywhere. Sure. I mean, good. You, you never know what you're going to find. It's a busy place out there. Yeah, yep, right. Sure. And, and, and it make things even more dangerous. I think Club La Vila's reopening. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I think I'd take my chances with a shark. I didn't think, I think I would, too. You need to leave. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, we'll take your phone calls next. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and we'd love to chat with you right after this. Happy Gilmore, ready to take your calls. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, and here we go. Assistance. This uh, means time for the phone troll. Uh, 866 We Be Big lines are available. Happy Gilmore takes your phone calls at 866 We Be Big as you are calling. And if you call now, you will get in. Uh, at the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program comes to a close. We'll then move to the next caller. Uh, and uh, so, first of all, there's a lot of lines available, so you can get in right now. And then if you're in line, we'll start the phone troll, which means we'll move through the callers quicker. And you'll have an opportunity to be on the program. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Uh, as you're calling, I do want to point you to this. And and uh, we love this service and love when the meat once a month comes to the door. Uh, 100% grass-fed and grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage-bred pork, wild-caught Alaskan salmon. And these things come directly to your door. You're never out of delicious meats and proteins, and then you can even go to their website and look for some uh, suggestions and recipes to get the most out of these delicious um, uh, proteins that, that, are, that are raised and, and they're prepared the way we would want it to be for maximum uh, delicious taste. Uh, they've put together some customized boxes, if you want to do that, that they've already put together for you. Uh, but you can go there and, and, and take it and say, well, I think I want to fix my own box, and I'll pick what I want. You can do that, too. Uh, so uh, so go to ButcherBox.com slash Bubba right now. For, for new members, 
We're going to throw in two of their delicious filet mignons, one pack of bacon, the best bacon you've ever had, and $20 off your first box at butcherbox.com slash Bubba. There's a link at rickandbubba.com also under the sponsors button. Uh, we start uh, with JC in Louisville, Kentucky. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come for trolling, for troll. JC, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Yeah, I was wanting to find out from Bubba if he'd seen that on a History Channel, uh, Project Blue Book. It's about, you know, back in the 50s and all the way up to 72, I think it was, where they had that project the U.S. Uh, government did where they were investigating aliens and all that stuff. Yeah, I've seen several on it. I don't know if I've seen that particular one. What was was the name of it? Oh, Blue it, Book? Yeah. It's like a series. Project yeah, I think Blue Book. Season yeah. two's out now, I think. I oh, so it's a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. talked about Actors, it. Actors, yeah. 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 It's good. So are they it's acting real. out real reports they had? Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah. I, I saw an episode or two, and I, I, it was good. I think you would enjoy it. Uh, so season two is out now because mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of season yeah. one. I didn't stay with the whole season. Dabbled in it. I dabbled. Oh, so in you it. didn't like it? Yeah. Oh, what channel it. was it on? Uh, history. I yeah. think. History. I think it is history. Yeah, I, I dabbled in it. it did, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't willing to stay with it. But that doesn't mean I won't go back. I, I got to ask a question because I know you. Was it too hard to find and keep up with? Uh-huh. I, that was now, my problem. Yeah. It was. Now there uh-huh. used to be a TV show easy. that yeah. came on like Sunday night called Project Blue Book, and they would take. You know, every uh, every week was a different case they were investigating. Was it was that part of this? Or I think, is this it's, a whole I think it's this. I think uh, I think that's it's this. it right there. Yeah. That they're showing on. The I think you're talking about the same thing. It's just now is you can either binge finger? watch it or watch it on History Channel when it comes on. Normal. So is it an older looking yes, series? Yes, it is. That's what you saying. But that that was good. I used to watch that. Yeah, I may be wrong. You may we may be talking about two different things. Uh, we'll continue. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, Bruce in Nashville, Tennessee. Bruce, Bruce thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, first of all, um, it took me a while to figure out that Serena, the naughty sister of Sam on Bewitched, was just her in a wig. But I got to be honest with you, I kind of liked her. (laughs) (laughs) She was her cousin. She She had dark hair. So my question is this. I'm Southern Baptist. I didn't grow up that way. And I'm getting some heat from my family because we don't do the Lord's Supper every Sunday. And I wonder if it veers off into legalism because they make a, a case for it. And I just, it, it's really causing me a lot of stress and everything. Um, you know, I know, I, I certainly don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, and, and it's, we are told to do this in remembrance of what Christ did. But there is nothing that I've ever found in Scripture that gave us a layout or a calendar that says, and you need to do this every week or you need to do this every time you come together. Uh, I don't. I, someone would have to produce scripture that would show that, you know, now some people will just say, well, it says that we're supposed to do this in remembrance of him. So we assume that means every time we get together for corporate gatherings, uh, I, I don't and, and look, it may be it's there and I don't know it, but uh, I certainly go to a church that has the Lord's Supper uh, periodically. We don't do it every Sunday. And I, I honestly don't see the mandate personally that that is a requirement. Well, we have some denominations that do Yeah, that. and that's yeah. fine. A lot of our COC brothers and sisters do it, Well, that. they probably believe um, it, you know, that, right. it, that it must be done that right. right. And that's what he's catching flag right. for because he probably has family members that say, well, your church doesn't do it right. Right. To me, that sounds a lot like denominational arguments than a biblical mandate, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, I don't think you can do it too much, mm-hmm. you know, really. Uh, but we, you know, at our church, we we used to do it like once a month. We do it more often now. We do too, and it's and it's uh, and it's a good thing. It is a good thing. But what he's specifically asking is there a biblical mandate to do this every single week? Not that I have ever seen in scripture. No. Yeah. 
but um, someone could certainly correct me on that. But that I have never seen that mandate. Mandate. I don't think a church is closer to Jesus theologically if they do the Lord's Supper or take the sacraments every week, or if they do it on an ongoing basis, but they may not do it every week. I don't think one is deemed more in step with Christ than the other. Have you ever seen those little personal uh, Lord's Supper kits that you can get that's got the, the you know little grape mm-hmm. juice and yeah. a little cracker in mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. I always thought those were pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they are cool. I tell you, one of the coolest things I got to do was to take the Lord's Supper and remember what he did while in Israel in the uh, the garden of the garden tomb. Oh, yeah. That's but awesome. That was nice. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG-TALLAHASSEE. Uh, uh, Clay is standing by. Clay. Clay, welcome to the program, buddy. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey, I can't follow communion in the garden tomb. That's tough. <laughs> That's a tough one, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, I played uh, football in college 20 years ago. Offensive lineman ate at McDonald's often when the Monopoly game was going on trying to win, let's say like every day. Uh, never won anything. One day I go to class, sit down by this little skinny girl who probably never been to McDonald's in her life. Picked up her boyfriend at the airport and won a car. Like the worst day of my life. I'll never forget it. You got to be I kidding. You guys appreciate that. Won a so, car. Yeah. Wow. So you actually won a car? How about that? We continue. I didn't. I didn't know anybody ever won anything. Did you? No, of course not. I didn't know this family. The documentary's about. Apparently, I could have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to Doug in Hartzell. Doug, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Bubba. I did win a French fry off the game board, but. Uh, <laughs> what I called about. Uh, I want to see if y'all will give Max Bear a pass for playing Jethro and Jethreen, uh, two oh. characters, since they used a different voice. <laughs> no. You know what? No. I'm going to tell you, no. because it was a Beverly yeah. Hillbillies, they get a pass at anything. Oh, my gosh, yeah. that was funny. I can't, yeah, but I, I didn't like Jethreen. No, no, that, that character didn't. Look, I'll much. go further. I'm not a huge fan of male actors dressing up as women, period. <laughs> it, it's it you know it's the same old jokes you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something has to do with my genitalia I'm gonna I'm gonna do this I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle wearing heels you know look at me putting pantyhose on I'm like yeah nobody's ever done these jokes before yeah. look and, at Bruce Jenner he's been acting for how many years now yes we we continue eight six six we be big uh, South Dakota Brittany is standing by Brittany thirty seconds go ahead. Hi, I was wondering, um, do you suppose on that call you had about the Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. are there a lot of denominations that have that every Sunday, do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I know the Catholic Church, if you go to Mass, uh, I think that's pretty much standard Church of Christ, uh, I know does okay. that every week, and um, and there's some that have started doing it, like Bubba said, that in the past didn't. Uh, it's become, it's becoming more of the norm that it happens more often, which I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, but as far as yeah. a legalistic demand of this is when you do it and this is how many times you do it, I think I think now we're getting into Jesus plus. It, it you know they, be, be, we got to be careful that these rituals and these sacraments don't replace devotion to Jesus Christ. Yeah. When they when they lose what they were intended for and they were intended to point us to Jesus, not to point us to a sacrament. And, uh, and and if you let it become that, uh, I believe it loses its its original intent. Uh, we continue eight six six. We be big. Let's go to uh, Glenn Meridian, Mississippi, listening to the buzz. Glenn, go ahead. Phone etiquette is my topic today, and with ninety five percent of your callers, with the exception of those who have called in this morning, they spend time giving good morning greetings with unorganized thoughts and attempts to be cute, and they fail to use economically their 30 seconds on phone troll. Yeah, you know, those of us that love efficiency, that's hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah, it is. It is. 
Thank you for pointing it Thank out. Thank you. By the way, you did everything you needed in 14 seconds. Oh, that's impressive. We continue. Uh, let's go to Earl, Jackson, Alabama, 94.5. Earl, go ahead. Well, I'll take his extra 60 seconds of stammer and stutter around then. So I get like 45 seconds. <laughs> hey, uh, Bubba. Yes. Did you see where NASA has sent out a report last week saying that we are headed to another ice age in the next 30 years? Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned it but yesterday. No, no comments on that. Yeah. yeah I, you did. I saw it. Yeah. I just I, I mentioned it yesterday in passing. Uh, and it's all based on the solar activity cycle. And they're saying it could be a little ice age and that we could be headed for a cool-down over the next decade. And all this is based on the 11-year solar cycle of the sun. We deal with this and radio and, and ham radio and dealing with that, but we, we've had an extended minimum on that, and they are predicting a, a as it ramps up again, it's going to be one of the weakest solar cycles we've had in the last 200 years. So, again, I've always said, and I still hold to this, the sun has so much to do with Everything here on Earth, you the John Include, Ball yeah, that out of control <laughs> nuclear explosion that's ninety three million miles from us that's a thousand times bigger than us. Um, so, it, you know, I think that has a whole lot more to do with our weather and our temperature than what we even even people who acknowledge it give it credit for. Will in Panama City, Florida. Will go ahead. Thirty seconds. How about you? Morning, guys. Big fan. Thank, Thank you for everything you do. It's our pleasure. Uh, here's my question. And realizing it's a way out there theory, is it possible that there, in any realm of theory, that there's a deep force within the Democratic Party that's actually steering everything, all these processes, in favor of Trump to get him reelected? And what would for be, what reason? What would be the end game to get him reelected? But I mean, why? Is it possible what? that that this whole that this whole the the impeachment, nah. all the reports, nah. is what? actually being steered? Yeah, but what, favor. Okay, but Will, you said the Democrats. Why do the Democrats want Trump in? Thank you. This benefits the Democrats how? how? Democrats how? Well, they might not, but maybe uh, they're not actually traditional Democrats. That's what I'm asking. Is it possible? No, that's not possible. I, I, I don't really follow yeah. that line. I'm going to say, logic. I'm going to give that an uh, just an emphatic no. That is not possible. That would be like saying, why wouldn't, why wouldn't Republicans work overtime to get Hillary Clinton in? Well, what he's saying like is, sense. he's saying, do you think there's potential Democrats that think Trump is better, is good for the country, and they're pretending they're Democrats while really knowing he's best for the country? I think that's where he was trying to go, and I don't see any evidence of that. It's an interesting theory, but I... Yeah, it's interesting, but I... Uh, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It is seven minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, eight six six. We be big is the number. As we make our way back, more stories. Uh, some of them updates on what we've we've already brought you. Uh, the Diamond Princess cruise passenger ship we've talked about that is have uh, they've got they found the coronavirus. Uh, on the ship, and so they've quarantined everybody. The people on the ship are now referring to it as they are in a floating prison. Well, I mean, you're quarantined. You are yeah. <laughs> for a period of time. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Right. So, um, I, so I saw some interviews. Um, one of the ladies on there said she did not have enough medicine 
you know, she's diabetic or something, so they're going to have to get her some medicine uh, dropped in there. But right. I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, this is clearly the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So correct, you got to do that. If I can quote Mr. Spock, for yes. A mm-hmm. So, uh, so they it's a great line though. What started out to be a luxurious cruise is now a floating prison. So that's some of the quotes from people. But yeah, but I mean, you could be quarantined what else gonna do? Yeah. in worse places, right? Yeah, you could. I mean, a cruise I ship know. is usually pretty nice. You could. Uh, I mean, nobody wants to be held prisoner. I got that. But I mean, what if you're quarantined in the, you know, the shed at the airport or something? I mean, well, that wouldn't be any good. It always goes back to this when people, <laughs> but when people are complaining or about some something, prison camp or something. Well, when people are complaining about something, I always say, so your solution to this that's better than what we're doing would be. Yeah, I mean, so we should let y'all off the ship. Why? So we can spread this okay. uh, so, disease. So that what we we're doing? How to contain it? What we're doing is unreasonable. So then we should do. Mm. You can't just complain about it. You got to say, well, here's what we ought to be doing. Yeah, um, I know that's our new thing now is to just complain about things but offer no solution. Mm-hmm. But um, um, this is now, when you really hope your room has a deck. And yeah. You didn't save money. Oh, I'm telling you, uh, you would be in a little, the tiniest room on the ship, wouldn't you? Rick, I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not going to pay for a deck. But anyway, so um, here comes Greg. Yep, rare cave salamander remained in same spot. For seven years, a rare type of cave-dwelling salamander, known as, known as the alm, can live a very long life, especially typically in Europe. But researchers say that one salamander did not budge from one spot for two thousand five hundred and sixty-nine days. Greg, you may have the floor. So, so did they say they had a camera on it for seven years? Is that what they're saying? Uh, it does not because say if that, they didn't, right. Right, they don't know whether it so, moved or not. Yeah, I'm, I've I, met I'm, people with that same work ethic. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. Look, yeah. So this salamander, it didn't eat, it didn't drink water. It didn't they don't. It says it they don't have to eat much, and, and they only move when they're breeding, and that's once every twelve years. That's correct. So what on the world Which, purpose does this time. particular creature? Yeah, what 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 purpose on earth does this creature bring us? Then you know, yeah. it says they go years with. But Greg said without eating, they tend they don't tend to care about socializing. And other animals do not eat them. But Greg, I'm with you. What's the point? Why yeah. are they here? They, they sit, ain't doing nothing, just sitting there. And they claim that they can live for a hundred years. <laughs> That's what it says. Here. So Damn. for a hundred years, they're not moving a lot. Mm-hmm. They must once have, every twelve to go hook up. They yeah. must have an incredibly slow metabolism. All I can say, like opposite to uh, hummingbirds. Uh, so let's go to that. What's what's the purpose of this? I mean, why is he here? <laughs> he does something, or he's part of the fall. We've produced something out of the fall, mm-hmm. like look at him, like mosquitoes and burrs, and like uh, where whoever. I'm confused here. So, where does his mate go? Does it go to another rock and sit there and stare at him for another twelve? Well, we got twelve years. Figure it out. Look, I've seen some old people eat before. They that's all they do: sit and look at each other. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen these couples that sit down? They don't ever even say anything to each other. Yeah. They just sit there and either either stare at each other or the see the young ones looking at their phone and not talking to each other, or the old ones just sit there and eat and just kind of chew and look at each other. They never say anything. <laughs> well, I will say this: we just I met a couple in the golden ticket seats that that are on you know on a little trip by themselves, and they left the teenage daughters at the house and. They said that uh, they actually just watched TV and sat there for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no drama. Yeah. It was just Nothing peace and that. quiet. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> so, I, but Greg, you're you're. They're not specifying <laughs> well, in the I mean, story. Unless you had a camera, unless there's unless there's been a camera on this cave dwelling salamander, 
for seven years. We cannot say it has not moved. No. We don't know. Years. I mean, how would we say that? If we I mean, what if what if this salamander actually moves when people leave? Right. When exactly. you cut the lights off, what it if hates it's running all over? It. Maybe what if it runs all over the tank while the lights are on? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's like everybody's dad. He moves around a lot, but returns to his favorite chair. He right. does. Right. Yeah. All right. So yeah. it's in the um, Journal of Zoology. Is they there, better have a camera. Is there findings? Or they can't make this call. I'm looking. They better have a camera. It says market. Okay. I'm looking in it. I'll come back in a second here. And uh, right. it does say something about how they monitor this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would put a lot of cameras on something that's not going to move for seven years. Seemed like a waste of resources. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I agree. How would you like to get that gig? Hey, would you mind uh, do, hey, doing doc- Every day would, checking on it. Would you mind doing a documentary? On, oh, what? What? Doc- were you talking about a pride of lions? No. The Alm. What? The Alm? Yeah, it's a cave-dwelling salamander. It sits there forever. <laughs> the Alm. It moves every 12 years. Uh, now we, we have a new term for people who don't do anything. They're lazy. And look at Alam. Look at Alam over. I mean, he ain't moving seven years. Yeah, I've met huh. some human beings that don't move a lot. Oh, I've worked with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, <laughs> if it wasn't within their reach, it just didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a step to one side or the other, or forward or backwards. Oh my goodness! Right, so they like they the old co- sloth. I've looked. Yeah, exactly. I've looked, I've looked gr- uh, real close at some of those people before when I used to work with them, and you can see a little bit of moss growing on them. Just a little. <laughs> 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 All right, so it, it said they, they monitored a long section starting with the entrance of this cave and tagged individuals uh, in the first, like, 270 meters or whatever. And so they claim they monitored how far the tagged individuals could disperse and whatever, and so this one didn't move, according to their research. Seven years. I'm just saying this is what it's saying. I know. Ricky found him a spot he liked, and by net he was going to stay there. Yes, he did. Part two is tonight on Vic, by the way, right above your head over there, 30 for 30. Had a really hard time trying to watch that last night. Much more exciting than looking at it at home, I'll tell you that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right, top of the hour. If you leave us, have a big day. You got more Rick and Bubba. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, brand new hour beginning now. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix as we start. Rick and Bubba interns. Happy Gilmore is here. Uh, also, you have uh, Stretch Armstrong uh, here with us today, earning their degrees in common sense. That now has become a superpower. Welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Well, you, Bubba? glad to be here, Rick. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chiefs, Super Bowl champions, they've had their parade. Yeah, it was Rick, yesterday. It was quite a show, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yep, was quite a show. I don't think you want to hear some of the speeches, but uh, well, there was uh, one entertaining moment that we will all enjoy, and that is when Patrick Mahomes was throwing things from the – uh, top of it looked like a du- double decker bus, right? And he's throwing, I guess, a football, mm-hmm. and there is a, a fan trying to track it down. I mean, he hurled it, mm-hmm. and he hits a parking meter, and it decleats him, and that's good stuff. I don't care. Oh, who look, you are. let me tell you, if I can see somebody get hit by a parking meter while they're running, watch this guy. Do you see him oh, in the red cap hit the ground? So, so the, the, did you see which one it was? Rich? Yeah, I, I see him now because I didn't catch it the first time, but but you know now, what now I'll be ready now. And here he comes, and bam! Oh, <laughs> I mean, that is a serious hit. 
<laughs> oh, and down I go. Oh, so is he okay? I'm sure he is. His pride's probably yeah, hurt. Yeah, that's your boy. Especially that's, since it was caught on video. Is there anything you, worse than you're running after you got your eyes on something, you're looking up bam! at it, and all of a sudden you run into mm. something? For a split second, he was probably thinking, what just happened to me? Yeah. You uh, know, you shouldn't run a pass pattern where there's parking meters. No. Greg, I remember when we were playing uh, with the, the Wiffle Ball Championship of the World. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we were playing in Mom and Dad's front yard, and it, we had three teams, and we did a round robin, and we would do the tournament. Yeah. And um, uh, and we all represented a different team. We were playing against each other. And, um, and the way we played it was if you can get the ball in play past a certain point and the opposing team cannot catch it, then that's a base hit. And, of course, you have the home runs as well. But as you know, so if it if it doesn't go a certain distance, it's an automatic out. Right. And then yeah. once it goes past a certain distance, then it's in play, and the other people on the field have to make a play. Mm-hmm. And so um, that one was hit to deep left field, and I was watching it, not paying attention, and I even went airborne to catch it, and went right into mom and dad's mailbox. Do you remember this? Oh. Yeah, I remember. I like I like, oh. like got up and came down on top of it and yeah. all this, and just completely took it out. <laughs> He was really, really and, into it. Yeah. Well, we were trying to win, Greg. <laughs> I know. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we were trying to get stacks out, I think. I know. He was right in the middle of it. He was. I remember uh, my dad, and I've told this story. I, I, he used to whistle. Boy, his whistle. It would just echo for, I mean, mm-hmm. blocks. Mm-hmm. And if if you ever heard the whistle, that means it was dinner time. And, and you know, we'd always, been, we'd always be in the middle of a game. Right. And I'd have a Greg win the bunch. Oh, one more, one more play, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, Come yeah. on, man, it's down to this last drive. What are you doing? You're scared of your daddy. And if you ever heard the second whistle, that means, buddy, you better get yourself home, yeah. you know. And um, I'd heard that second whistle mm. and, was, and was just digging my little red-headed, freckled self. I mean, as fast as running it could go. so hard, I mean, you couldn't run any faster. Just flying mullet. Just, yeah. I mean, it was just. And I rounded the the, the back of the house getting into the sliding glass door, and I didn't see that it was closed. Mm. And I hit that door, bam! Oh, I'm surprised I didn't break the door. And yeah, it, and it threw surprising. me back, and I didn't know what in the world yeah. had happened. But I was digging. I was, I was still in trouble, but I was digging trying to get home. Yeah, I did it. I did. If you ever heard a third whistle? You might as well just not come home. <laughs> right. Just keep I going. Mean, yeah, I had one one time where I had misjudged the. Remember this? I'd misjudged the distance of a ditch. <laughs> and uh, and I, it was a terrible misjudge too, mm-hmm. and and I was in a situation where I needed to to I needed to I needed to clear the area, and uh, and I thought, well, no problem. I've got this ditch here behind me, and I will just simply, as I'm running full speed, I'll just jump that ditch and just keep mm-hmm. on going, and uh, and I was flying. I'm talking. About, <laughs> I wish somebody could have got a timer on me that day because what I was running from, it called for maximum speed. Okay, <laughs> and I'm, I'm I am digging. And all of a sudden, I just go, whoop, and I go up, and it's a little bit dark. It's kind of dust, so I can't really see. And and all of a sudden, my feet and my hands just start grabbing for air. Oh, no. And I'm just like, hey, man, this oh, is no. – and I hit the side of that. that <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I hit, and this went <laughs> right down. Down, 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 down into the ditch and just laid still for a while. Hoping, hoping that everyone would pass and no one would shine a flashlight down in there. You know what I mean? And, uh, Bird, you down there? They, they disappeared. And, and I remember just laying down the bottom of that ditch going, man, I thought that ditch was, wasn't that wide. But that old terrible feeling when you're in the air and you're just grabbing air. Like a long jump? You keep, wait, you keep, yeah. wait, you keep waiting for the, the land yeah. on the other side. Your legs are, are like they're running trying to help. Right. So basically, what I did was jump in a ditch, yeah. which uh, was not what I was hoping to do. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the horrible story of people who've run over those 
You remember people used to put their old metal trash cans on those stobs sticking up so so dogs couldn't knock them over? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't remember that. You ring? Didn't happen to us, thank the Lord. Because mm. if it did, I'd never forget it, and I would talk at a much higher pitch. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, really? Oh, yeah. Right, right. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Took one. Yeah. Complete. One complete, of your buddies? Uh, probably a person we knew. Complete removal. Mm. Whoa, whoa, what? What? A complete, complete removal. Yes. Yep. Bad. You got to be careful running in the dark. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? A complete yeah. removal? Well, just single phase from then on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gracious. <laughs> wow. Yep. Remember that? <laughs> Greg, you're kind of quiet. <laughs> well, I don't like talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> when we bring that up. You know, we used to have a, it was like a pipe. And it had another pipe that come up and like formed a U upside down. Oh no! And you put the fifty gallon can up next to it and you dropped it down. That held it, you know, kept it from blowing over. Yeah, kept dogs out of it. Mm. You don't want to run. You don't want to. But yeah, if your cans are gone, then hey, you got a pole stand up your yard. Cans are cans are gone. Got to where it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's that big old thing sticking up by the ground. Oh boy, boy, and it's just set up at the perfect height too. It's not good. It is bad news. (laughs) I, I um. I got Bad a ton of stitches bears. in my shin from the horseshoe, um, I guess, stick, stop. Uh, stop yeah, whatever. all those things are bad. Yeah, and it was in the backyard, and I was uh, running. I hit that thing, horseshoe. bam. Mm-hmm. And, and you know when you're hurt, you don't even look. You just grab it, yeah. and you don't want to look. <laughs> and then the first time, it, <laughs> and blood starts to come, no, it's come around, and all of a sudden you just open those little hands, yeah, and terrible. you're just trying to see what it looks Horrible. like. Horrible. And you start crying. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not good. Watch, <laughs> out, watch out for barbed bar, too. Yeah. Oh, that'll get you. Oh, yeah. That's bad. That'll leave more. At nighttime. Yeah, bad. Mm. That's not that, that. That's a tough one. Doors half shut. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I had that one. Broke my nose one time on that one. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Hard I, to do. I, I was in a hurry, and I guess just out of the habit, I just I, I just flipped the door like this going in to the bathroom. I don't know why I didn't shut it. it did, and it just, it just it, and I was in a mad hurry, and I was I was brushing my teeth like this, trying to you know, because I mean they're honking outside. I got to go. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm what I mean? I'm late. I'm late. <laughs> when the boys are here, I, I got to go. Got to go. And I did this and spit that toothpaste out and turned around and went wham. And yeah. I'm talking about just mm. right into the door frame. Oh boy, it hurts. Blood everywhere. <laughs> Still went though. You know, I, you remember I hit yeah. the door and, it, and y'all thought it gave me Bell's palsy. It, it did. Just... It did. Something gave me Bell's palsy. Mm-hmm. It did give you Bell's palsy. Do you not remember that? Well, I mean, it just something happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know you what. Couldn't happened. drink out of a cup for a while. Mm-hmm. Dang. It was. It was I don't know about it that. Was, it was have a straw. It was one of the. It was one of the funniest things <laughs> yeah. I've ever been yeah, around. The joy in y'all's face was. Remember, I mean, I was doing it over the trash can. <laughs> it was fantastic. Bubba's mm-hmm. got you drinking through a straw. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. It was funny because was it? Yeah, it really, really was. Now I remembered it. It was, it was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, I haven't heard y'all laugh like that. That was fantastic. <laughs> uh, hey, look, Speedy with Mel's palsy. I mean, that's half face. Hey, Greg, I tell you what that does. That delivers. Half, yeah, half, every half, time. Half face. what? Face. Oh. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Things to be aware of. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. We'll record that again today. It'll be out this weekend. No guests this week. Bubba and I will just uh, talk about uh, what's been going on with the uh, attempt to remove Trump and some of the other uh, political items that are out there. We'll do that long form and have that available for you this weekend. Uh, so be uh, be looking for that as it makes its way out as you wake up to start the weekend. 
Uh, as uh, we make our way back, let's go to an anonymous caller out of Birmingham, Alabama, listening to us on 104.7 WZZK. Anonymous, go right ahead. Good morning. Hey, hey. how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, I've uh, listened to y'all, and you've been to my church many times. Uh, appreciate your show. Thanks. I wanted to make a comment about the McDonald's Monopoly game. Okay. Back in the 1980s, my son was dating a girl in high school. Her grandfather went to the McDonald's in Tarrant, Alabama, pulled his coupon off, and it was the top winner of a million-plus dollars. Hello. Wow. We know this family personally. I still am in contact with this family now, and uh, it was just a big thing for our little city. Wow. (laughs) That's and, And so do you know, do you remember how much they actually got? I do not remember how much they actually got, but I know that it was enough that it caused people to start contacting them and everything, wanting to oh, sell yeah. them all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. Oh yeah, cousins coming from everywhere. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's that's so. It was undoubtedly they produced some winners, but then there was just one family that took them for a ride for twenty years. Wow. See, see, I I never have a chance to win any of that stuff because I'm not willing to play it. Right, right. Well, I mean, the the it, story it, we had were the people were cheating. I mean, that was obviously that's was the problem. Yeah. The, I like the story of that family on the lottery that just figured out mathematically yeah. how to do it. Yeah. yeah. And then we're wiping them good. out. Dave and Jasper. Dave, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Hey, Dave. Jasper, Alabama. Dave. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. How are y'all? Please don't hang up. Dave. Dave. I want to hear him, like, shuffle for the phone. <laughs> How are y'all this morning? You want me to leave him on hold? <laughs> yeah, and come back and see if he's still Just keep checking in from time to time. <laughs> Please. Okay, let's go to Warren in Woodstock, Georgia. Warren, go ahead. Hey, uh, I'm calling in. I'm a long-time listener. Thank First you. time getting through. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Uh, I, I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the Catholic Church and our communion. And I'm a long-time I mean, um, years ago I was baptized by immersion in the Primitive Baptist Church in South Georgia, and then later when that church split up, we went to the Methodist Church, which my parents went to, and they've died now, and I look forward to seeing them in heaven one day. Amen. And um, I married a cradle Catholic, and then uh, for about 29 years I just went to church with her, and I'd go to the Methodist Church some, but I, I wouldn't take the Holy Eucharist because I wasn't a Catholic. And when my granddaughter asked me, you know, why I wasn't doing that, I said, it's a long story, but, you know, I'll explain it to you one day. Well, then I went with my my spouse to um, a returning Catholic class and said, you need to go get things straight. And, you know, I learned what I learned and I decided to be Catholic. And um, I just wanted to say that the big difference is that, um, you know, we believe in the true presence of Jesus Christ. It's not a symbol. Correct. We treat it like a true presence, that the priest, through the gospel and the Lord's Supper, have power through St. Peter, the first pope, to um, turn it into the true blood and uh, bread of Jesus. And one other thing I would say is that we have... Uh, holy days of obligation, which are every weekend, and then a lot of church-type holidays that we're supposed to go to Mass. Uh, not everybody makes it all the time. And then most churches have daily Mass every day mm-hmm. that people voluntarily go to. Sure. 
And I guess the last thing I would say is, um, you know, that ask Siri who founded the Catholic Church. Even Siri knows, you know, how it was founded. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to take my theology from from Siri, but but yeah, but but yeah, but sure, I, I understand what you're saying, and I and yeah, I and I know yeah. the belief. I guess one of the things, and I, you can find this just like looking at this. I think it is interesting, and, and sadly, you can find this with every denomination, uh, because this is where we have to be careful about legalism and sacraments and ritual rituals versus devotion to Christ and obedience being the result of our intimate. A power that's given us through the Holy Spirit, uh, as opposed to a code of conduct and, and a bunch of rules and regulations, that our obedience then flows from our love of Christ. Uh, but so, like, like the thing that gets me, like when you just said it. So there's all this commitment to being sure that you try to get the Lord's Supper perfectly, but yet there's baby baptisms and there's no immersion, which is also clearly in Scripture. Uh, it's almost like that every denomination has one area where they say, hey, you got to do it exactly like it says here in, in, in the Word, and then there's other things that are in the Word they don't do, or they don't do it that way. It's like everybody has some area of, oh, that's true. We don't. I mean, immersion could not be clear in Scripture, and, uh, and there's certainly no indication of there ever being anyone baptized before they were old enough to uh, understand sin and repent of sin, um, and, but yet... We're following all the rules and trying to be perfect on one sacrament and ritual and then kind of being kind of cavalier with another one. So that's where you have to be careful with some of this. Um, We continue. Uh, Dave, let's try Dave again, see if he's there. Dave Dave and Jasper. Oh, this is the greatest ever. Yeah. So He does have a shovel. Dave? Dave. Dave? Call him another name. Uh, Lloyd? He's hearing that. He's hearing, hey, Dave. But he's not listening to. What in the yeah, world? That is the guy. I hope he's okay, yeah. Dave. You think Dave's falling asleep? I don't well, know. I hope, he's all right. I hope Dave's okay. I do, I do too. Really, we got to put snoring. him on hold and come back to him a little bit later. I mean, this is the guy we just talked to. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we all. Right. I, I think Dave's asleep. <laughs> okay. Hey, whistle to him. We're, okay. okay. <laughs> all right. So, what would be names that sound like Dave? There's not um, many. See, we just go, just go with any D, D, D <laughs> name. Uh, Daniel, hey, you. Daniel, Daryl. If your phone number ends in but five nine. But I want you to do it as Gary, not as Rick. <laughs> listen, listen. Mac. Okay. Mac. Mac. Wait, hey, if your wait. phone number ends in five nine. He's a back on the uh, Nina, but well, this guy's a little behind. That's quite a delay. Because yeah, we're still that, talking that, to that dude. That's weird. Okay, now I'm worried about Dave. Hey, I'm worried about the delay. Hey, Dave. Write write his number down. Hey, Dave. He's probably listening to tune in. Hey, Dave. Are you kind of from Lake Mitchell? (laughs) Rick, don't you hang up on him. Hey, Dave. Uh, holy I wish I wish I would get on with it. I mean, this thing is so long, the delay. Oh, my yeah, I, I mean, because I, I can't I, believe it. In a minute, to be online for that delay. In a minute, yeah. we'd be talking to him if we. If we yeah, right, right. So, in the uh, you want me to call his cell phone for mine? <laughs> <laughs> then he's got yeah, the number. Then he's got your care. number. I wouldn't right. do that. I don't care. I'll go ahead. Me too. And see if it yeah, beeps right. through. Right. The um, so if you I do want to see if I can hear the beep, but it's so far behind it will we'll be in the kitchen eating again. No, you're right. Dave, I heard a move. Well, David, what he's listening to is behind, not his call. Da- no, we lost Hello? him. Dave, we lost him. Dave, Dave. Hello, Dave hung up. I hope Dave's okay. Coach, I'm worried about Dave. Billy, 
So, I mean, he, he'd been on hold a while, so I thought maybe he went to sleep or something. <laughs> I bet he did. In a minute, if he'll keep listening, we're, he's going to hear us trying yeah. to talk to him. Yeah, I know, because it'll catch up in about an hour. <laughs> right. Thank you, Speedy, for doing this. <laughs> okay, I think we have his number. We're going <laughs> to yeah, call him back. back. Here we go. <laughs> we're going to call him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hurting on time a little bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know. All right. <laughs> That's good. Hi, this is Dave. <laughs> I guess I can't hear my phone or can't get to it. One of the two. That's a fact. Leave me a message and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Thanks. Goodbye. At the tone, please, please record your message. Be dipping Dan and when Gary. When finished Duh. recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, Dave. Dave. Dave, it's Rick and Bubba. Right. Hey, Dave, it's Rick and Bubba. We're trying to call you back. Dave, you were on hold and we kept trying to talk to you and you wouldn't talk to us, so we're calling you back. Are you okay? Dave, are you asleep? Wake up. We're worried about you. Dave, you wouldn't you wouldn't talk to us. Dave, are you all right? This is Dave. Hey, call, call us back. Call us back, Dave. 866 We Be Big. Dave, it's Rick and Bubba. That's right. fun. Right, Bottom of the hour. More <laughs> Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. All right, we're back. 35 minutes past the hour. And I must warn you, I'm afraid we have some Dave imposters out there. Yep. Gonna be a big I think there's people pretending yeah. to be Dave. Because yeah. we have Dave's number. Right. And this guy claiming to be Dave, it's not, it's not the right number. It's not matching do you, up. Do you want me to try it anyway? Unless he's with his buddy. Dave? Mac, Mac, Mac. Mac, Mac, Mac. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <this is> girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 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 me. Hey, don't forget, teaming up. How many of you out there, Capterra.com slash Bubba, how many of you have tried to find software for the business? Have you started that search? Yeah. Have, hey. you, seen, have you seen how much software's out Can't there? Find yeah. A lot of software. Hey, I got this software, that software, here that. software, there software, everywhere software. <laughs> well, uh, Capterra.com slash Bubba is the website millions of people use monthly to find software for their team or business. They simplify your software search into just a few steps. First, you can use their free resources and guides to pinpoint the problem, identify the software features that you need. Then you can filter options to find the right software for your industry. Compare them side by side. Save your favorites to a short list. Uh, get free in-depth software guides and tools, plus over 1 million reviews from real users. This is the one place that gives you access to everything you need to know before you buy. So spend less time trying to find software and more time doing what you do best by using Capterra.com for free. Capterra.com slash Bubba or RickandBubba.com right there under the sponsors button. Peter is back. Peter is back. Here we go. I was a butcher, cutting the meat to Searcher, killing a meat. <laughs> my ass was I started singing earlier. Yeah. I, I was a searcher. I thought she was doing a little prequel there, Rick. My goodness, I had big down. I thought I was singing with Rick. Somebody say. 
update. PETA is catching a little heat now because they're becoming a group that you can't make happy. Happy. Uh, happy happy Bubba, they're now saying that the word pet, the word pet is a derogatory term. Come on. You, I mean, you can't even. Hey, I mean, you can't even have a. You can't even call your dog a pet. No, you can't. So uh, they said um, that you cannot refer to an animal as pet. They want us using more inclusive terms like companion. Where do we get human carer? Human carer? Yeah. Like I care for humans. I'm a human care. I'm gonna enjoy you reading this right here. This is. It gets better. What? Have we done this story already? <laughs> it, I'm having deja vu on it this. It was again. mentioned. I said, okay. we're going we're to talk about it later. Undoubtedly, we have to call pets companions now. Remember, I said, I don't have any companion that takes a dump in my floor. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. I was going to say, you know how liberals are, uh, they're very word sensitive. Yeah. But yeah. then I thought, seemed like we did that already. Well, that was us promoting we would okay. do this story. Yeah. And we're, and we're just but it was a while it. back, wasn't it? Oh, it's yeah. been yeah. hours ago. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, it was, <laughs> hey, Bubba. Oh, man, you, I'm having deja vu. Bubba, let me there. tell you what that was. That was a tease of things we'll discuss coming up later <laughs> <laughs> on this day in history. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yeah, so, but I did, I, we did not say that they also included the term human carer. What what does that now we're at the point like humans can't function? We need to be taken care of by our our dog. Why does saying? everything have to be more inclusive? A pet is a pet. Yeah. It hey. doesn't need to be. Are inclusive. the dogs offended by this? Read no. the next line, Rick. I can't. I can't. Look at the quote. A lot of people. A lot of people at home who have dogs or cats will call them pets and refer to themselves as owners, and yes. this implies that the animals are a possession, like a car, for example. They are. Well, they they are a possession because I bought it. Yeah. yeah. I actually I like pay. my car more than I like my pet. I'm going to be right it's, up. It's not even close. No, it's yeah, not. It's really. It gets me where I need to be. Uh, oh, I, how about my car is, no much more, is much more caring for me than my animal is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got news for you. Let your dog go bite someone or tear something up. They'll call you the owner. When they come to collect, oh, but Greg, yeah. it will be its owner. By you the will way, be responsible. Boy, that's, that's, that's right, Greg. Right there, Greg. Um, Trust me on that. <laughs> when you refer to animals not as the living beings, living beings that they are, but an inanimate object, it can reflect what kind of inanimate, <laughs> inanimate object. That's a hard one. It, it can reflect our treatment inanimate. on these animals. No, no, it, how? no, no. There's animals that are treated like kings that are called pets, and we, the people who treat yeah. them like kings are called their owners. We yes. we treat pets pretty doggone well. Across the board. Look, I know, I know, I know sick, sick, twisted people that treat their pets better than their own children and their own spouse. Yeah, and I'll say this: that's twisted. By the way, if I had the setup that my dog had, you could call me anything you wanted to call me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. fact. I don't. Yeah, I just. uh, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I guess well, our, again, dog, if, if, our dog lives better than probably 95% of the humans on this planet. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, but uh, they're saying these things make – they act like the dog cares, like they're somehow – they feel less this, about this themselves that liberal, while they're this, sniffing this butts. Thing, yeah. This right. is that liberal word thing where they have to, to overthink every mm. single thing that has ever been named or done. I mean, uh, you're talking about a waste of time. They need to be out put, shutting down a puppy farm. Bubba, they said we all get behind them on that. Mm-hmm. Bubba, Bubba, they're saying that uh, language is always evolving. We yeah. know, we know, we've been mocked in the past. 
Remember yeah, they but, try, but they, the word idiot still pretty much means the same thing. <laughs> you, you remember when they tried to, to take away <laughs> phrases like bringing home the bacon? They oh, wanted to say yeah. bringing home the bagels. Remember that? Because bacon comes from animals. You remember that ridiculous well, 2018 campaign? Bring, bring home the bacon. Yeah. So, um, guys. The, Don't call your pet <clears throat> pet or it. Mm, I, I'm hey, s- and I thought Greg brought Again. a great point up. What's Pet Stop and like Petco, Petco. And, and all these other companies going to do. Smart. Companion Co. Smart. Now you don't know what to do. Nah. I, I, I just, I really don't this, know. This I, is a, this is a needless battle. Mm. Needless battle. And there was another guy that called in the kickoff hour. I think his name was Ray. He said, you can't spell PETA without pet. Really <laughs> it was a great point, I thought. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to this. And this is always interesting to me. It's kind of what you guys are saying. Within the sound of this voice right now, as I speak into this microphone, and Bubba could show you a diagram of how you're hearing me. Mm-hmm. There's various ways now, but hmm. as I speak into this microphone, is there one ear? I'm talking about one. Is there one ear out there receiving this that says, I agree with Peter? Yeah, I know. Is there one Is there one person that says, I don't think we should call animals pets and we shouldn't refer to ourselves as their owners? Is there one human being out there that thinks that way, that listens to this show or has some randomly way found it? <laughs> If there are, I would love and, to hear and, from and, and honest, you. Love to hear and honestly, from? When, when I'm in when I'm when I'm in a situation like this, don't play games with me. I only mm. want to talk to somebody who really feels yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah, we're going to get somebody yeah, acting like. Yeah, that. I know. And see, this is like I feel It'll like I'm a weird voice. I'm Indiana Jones, and I'm don't don't I don't want to pretend to find it. I want to really find it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's. Um, is there one person? Does Peter have anybody that says I love what you had to say today? That yeah. was great. <laughs> Y'all made a great point. Yeah, and I have my companion here now. My companion does not have a posable thumb and right. cannot even pick up anything. No. No. Uh, okay, it has to it goes around smelling other other animals rear end. If it can find dung in the yard, it will roll around in it to get or the smell it. on it. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, they'll eat it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that's going to be if I had a companion like that, I would cease to be their companion. I know. The only way that's I not, to- Hey Greg, <laughs> the only way I'm tolerating that is I know that you never claim to be a companion. That's right. So I'm not holding you to the same level of, of standard that I would for anyone to be my companion. True. The standard's higher for a companion mm-hmm. than an animal can reach <laughs> because I would not tolerate the things that, that, that pets do if that was a somebody trying to say, I'm trying to go for companion. Yeah. You know why I tolerate you? You're only going for pet. Yeah. And you have hit, you've hit that mark. You're, you're, you're a pet. And you certainly can be enjoyable and you can be fun and you can be all that, but you're not a companion. Companion level is a, is a lot higher. Yeah. You know, Rick, Speedy, yeah. Speedy doesn't mind being the women's pet and a man's regret. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to watch that. Oh, yeah. You see, I mean, he yeah. almost did it a minute ago. Yeah. He's waiting. He's waiting. <laughs> Do I change that saying if we go away? Yeah. So I think this is what we've said before. This is PETA trying to stay. As they try to stay relevant, they're becoming more irrelevant, in yeah. my opinion. Go back to the thing that gave you some credence. And that's if you were trying to stop the abuse of animals. Just stay right there. That, that, that's, your, that's your area. That's your lane. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Golden ticket seats. I got a ticket. Come on. In the golden ticket seats today, say hello to John and Ashley Henderson. Thanks for being here today. Uh, Jesse Knowles. There's Jesse. Rodney Bearden. Uh, we also got Denver. Is it Sisson? 
There's Denver right there. Rayshon Jones is in the house. Justin Phillips, Zach Nold, and Brandon Hamp. All in the golden ticket seats today. They take home a Rick and Bubba double CD and a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Phone calls coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, Priscilla, out of the great state of Alabama, 30 seconds. Priscilla, lines are available for you yeah. if you want to get in. Priscilla, go ahead. Yeah, I'm a pet groomer, and we refer to the young ones as fur babies and older ones as furry kids. Mm. Furry what? Furry kids. You, you uh, furry kids. You don't use the term pet? No, I am a pet groomer, but they're fur babies or furry kids. Well, you, you're not a pet groomer, then. You're, you're a furry... Baby fur and furry baby and fur baby groomer. <laughs> no, I guess you're right. You're a companion groomer. Yeah. I, has, has there ever been a pet complaint about the name? Uh, no. I know you specialize in pets, but what if somebody has like a big hairy back? Do y'all do anything? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could walk in there and see somebody laying down. Big old hairy back. <laughs> Got him in one of those little. Those little <laughs> Is Dave called us? No, Where, where's I, Dave? Call, can I call I'm him afraid back? Dave had a medical. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something, something happened to Dave. Call Dave here in a minute, and I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to Pee Wee first. Hey, Pee Wee, hey. Mississippi. Hey, Pee Wee, what's going on? That's what I thought. Oh, man, what are y'all doing? We're, we're taking 30 second phone calls. <laughs> You're taking 30 second phone calls? I'm still jolly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Something happened to the buzzer. That was a 14 second phone call. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your buzzer got away from me. That just happened. Malfunction. What yeah, crazy? Right. Uh, I, I wanted to listen to that, but it just wouldn't work. Calling Dave again. Calling Dave. Diamond Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Dave. I'm worried about Dave. I really. What am. happened I to Dave? Dave. I, I need a Dave theory from you, Speedy. Right. Bubba, you got a theory? Strange. I don't know. Greg. Hi, this is Dave. I guess can't hear my phone or can't get no, to No, you can't, Dave. Greg, Leave me a message and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Thanks. Goodbye. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Dave? It's Rick and Bubba again. Dave, still looking for you. You okay, buddy? Dave, we're checking in. Worried about you a little bit now. Dave, Dave, we're starting to get a little concerned. Dave. Hey, I'm going right, right. hey, to do the thing where you call right back to see if he thinks it's really important. <laughs> he probably thinks we're telemarkers, yeah. but we're leaving messages. We are, right? Amzie? I think, I think Rick, he's had it. A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid Dave's got something happening. We hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this Nopey? <laughs> Hey, Nopi, what are you doing we were calling? Call, we were calling Dave. Oh, he, he left me. He can't pick me up. I was flattened. <laughs> you were what? You were what? Flattened. I was in the flood zone. Oh, flood, flood zone. Flood. The flood zone. Okay. <laughs> so, Nopi. so hard, and Dave can't pick me up and left on here. So, Nopi, are you still lost? I'm I so lost. I don't know where I am. I'm so scared. <laughs> Do you prefer pet or companion? Yeah. Good point. Well, I got, I'll come to anything, but nobody has me. <laughs> Nobody's helping I'll be me. Your pet. I'll be your pet and love you. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. The, the, so you were with Dave? Uh, 
Yeah, a guy named Dave said, let's go. And he picked me up, and I'm with Dave and I'm lying. <laughs> and, and you can't find him now? I don't know where he is. He just left phone here. No, he just left. an Android, and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nopey, where are you at? Baba, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> look, look on the screen. <laughs> Thank you, Nopi. All righty. Nopi. Bye, Nopi. So, y'all just going to say bye? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, Nopi, we don't know where you are. We don't, we don't know, know what we can do for we you. We don't know how to pivot to the next <laughs> yeah. move. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, boy. And there goes another. So, Nopi's got his phone. I now. do want to hear an update from that original call that we got. Years I, ago, I, I don't know. I do. Evidently, I, I do. Touch. I'd so like an email. What were you going to say about Dave for Nopi? I, 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 I don't Nopi. want to say it now. Okay, because we've moved into a fun zone, and I don't want to say. It. I'm worried about Dave. Yeah, I am too. Okay. I am too. And I don't think it's like death, but I think he's had some kind of major episode that he's going to tend with. I think he's just okay. or tend to. You worried about Dave? I think he's. Uh, May he have to have a stint. May have to have a stent like Bubba had. Maybe oh, blood sugar. Bubba, so. are you are you worried about Dave? Yeah, I'm worried about Dave. I am now. Speedy, you know I'm worried about Dave. Right. I mean, I'm 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 worried he's like laid over in the seat. Yeah, Dave's grown. Right. <laughs> Take care of yourself. I um. <laughs> I know I I can't get there, but I, I, if y'all will keep on, I may start worrying about Dave. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm listening. There he is. Uh, we continue. <laughs> uh, let's go to Tommy in California. Tommy. Tommy, welcome to the program. Uh, yeah, man. Like, um, Dave's not here, man. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's how yes. you remember yeah. Dave's not here. Right. That is a Cheech and Chong thing. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's right. I forgot sure a good call. Is. Jay and Mount why he was Tommy. It was. Yeah. That's a good call. That was good. Jay and Mount Olive, Georgia. Jay, go ahead. <laughs> hey, this not this I'm not I'm not in Alabama, I'm in not in Georgia, I'm in Alabama. Okay. Well go ahead. Move backwards. <laughs> yeah, I had a question for Rick. So what uh what version of the Bible do you use? Do you use a ESV, KJV, or and where do you stand on that? Well, you know, King James Version is the only one that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I use uh, I've used various ones. The, the one I'm using right now is English Standard Version. Uh, it's it's not as beautiful as the some of the other English translations, but it's more literal. Meaning, we have found the the closest English word to the closest Hebrew to the closest Greek. Uh, and it just uh, it benefits me in uh, in studying the Bible. So ESV, I use ninety percent of the time. Yeah, and I like using different versions. I like looking at a verse and looking at mm-hmm, it different yeah. ways. Sometimes mm-hmm. that yeah. helps to shed a lot of. Yep, that's right. Yep. By, by the way, first time caller. Thank you. Appreciate you calling, buddy. Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. You too, buddy. Thanks, Dave. Uh, we go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might be Dave. I never know. I, re- I really need. Is to this one today. of those mysteries? And you brought it up, Helmsy. You brought it up. Something sometimes on the show, and you would think we wouldn't be this way. Mysteries never get resolved. Oh yeah, like like mm-hmm. we we don't know what yeah. happened to Nopi's owners and whatever no, happened no to idea. that, and we've just made a comedy bit out of it. And mm-hmm. and obviously they don't listen. There's never been one person that said, Anymore. "Hey, hey, let me give me uh, let me get up down this Nopi thing." Oh, I know. And I and I'm starting to be fearful that Dave is going to go off into that category of the yeah. unsolved mystery. Yeah. And I I don't know. We're going to keep down his number yeah. at least once a day. I just don't know that I can live with that. I know. I'd like a little closure. Right. It's like Dave's angry cyclist. He just disappeared. Yeah. He pedaled right into our life, and then he pedaled right talking about? Yeah. yeah, he sure did. Mm-hmm. Went off the Pedaled. You know what we need to do? One day, and it takes some time, which means we probably don't have the energy for it, to try to 
think of a list of Rick and Bubba unsolved mysteries. Because they're, they're he said, Dave, it's Tyler. It's Tyler. Okay. I know. I was I, I was going to let it go, it and, I, and I, I thought, thought we had a different. Song. I thought, are I mean, they not hearing well, us? I thought something wrong with me. I mixed it with Dave the Angry Hitchhiker. Yeah, that's why I stayed with it because I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who that was. <laughs> that's, true. Hey, that's true. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I, I really I throw in a layer of trilateral hey. trade, Tommy. <laughs> over the top. I thought. I thought. Well, there must have been a, an angry cyclist before Tyler. I missed out. Well, how goofy am I? I knew he meant. Dave, the angry hitchhiker, so I just stayed with it. Uh, I never heard cyclists because uh, I remember that story. What about this, Eric? Conspiracy, Eric? Yeah, yeah. Where's the lateral wow. trade, Tommy? They, they, hey, all their paranoia might have been true. I'm a mark. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Greg, I'm not talking about things like we, we could solve it, but we don't want to awaken the mummy. You know what I mean? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.